Hello friends, and it's finally here, the trade deadline and our trade deadline special. Unfortunately, we are on a little later than we would have liked to have, but nonetheless, we are on, uh, and we're just going to start right away. We may hey, not uh, be ready at the moment, but <laughs> we're we're just going to start it out and see what happens. Hey, the fact that we are here doing this again, honestly, I think 2 o'clock is the perfect time to do this. It but is, I, but I'm I would okay. also argue... Going at like noon is actually right. No, I time. agree with that because um, then you do get some of the bigger trades. Right. So I'm not gonna lie, um, I am shocked at how many trades we've seen already. Today. I'm not as shocked as that as I am. Uh, as it's sort of what people have given up for these players. Right. I think that's I the bigger shock. All right, so really the first tr- – so what, what do you want to do first? I know we talked about this briefly, but um, as for trade-wise, do you want to just start at the very beginning of today or go with the biggest ones? Yeah. Bigger ones, I should say. Mm-hmm. Bigger trades? Uh, Yeah, just go with the bigger ones. Okay. Sorry, I was just looking at – No, you're good. From a fake Philadelphia Flyers. Oh, yeah, that one. Yeah. So here <laughs> – and we can get that, that one second. So, do you know what's funny? WIP reported that on air, that that actually happened. That's why they're kind of... Exactly. There's no radio station. Ever since Jason Moradis left, or you know, got laid off and everything, there's no Philly radio station that covers Philly hockey anymore that, that well. No. Anyway, so some of the bigger trades that already happened today. Uh, this one was announced last night, actually. It was Ely Kovalchuk going to the Washington Capitals for a 2023rd round pick from Montreal. That shocked me that Montreal was able to get that much out of Kovalchuk. Their asking price was ridiculous at first. It was a second round pick, so for, this is the next best thing for them. If I'm honest, though, I don't think he's worth a third round pick. Well, no, definitely not that. But I also don't think um, that really improves the Capitals all that much. He does, in a sense, if he's playing as right. well as he did in the last month or so. Sure. But if it's how he's played the remaining amount of times he's been playing since coming back to the NHL, it's not my favorite. Right. It's not mine either. Um, also, I got to bring up, Ottawa has been exceptionally busy today. And I and they've already gotten their... Uh, Dylan's already gotten dirty. He's already... Uh, yeah. He played his first game, I don't know his first game, but he played last night against the, mm-hmm. or yesterday afternoon against the uh, ca- uh, Penguins, and he already made his presence known against the Penguins. Yes. And Evgeny Malkin. That was fun. Uh, by the way, um, okay, so so there was that one Not that I wouldn't have given a chance on mm-hmm. Kovalchuk, because with him making the bare minimum, it makes sense that he was kind of, out there and highly kind of uh, not so much touted, but kind of teams reaching out, just seeing how well he kind of did once he got to Montreal. Right. Which I guess, but a third round pick's a little much for me to give up for him. It really is. I get Um, it, but again, it's very expensive. Yeah, it's expensive Uh, for someone who most likely is just going to be a... Right. Uh, this next one, because th- there's a lot of trades to announce. I just want to kind of roll yeah, through yeah, them. Yeah. Uh, this one, I don't necessarily see it as a big trade. Just want to mention it. Mike Green going to Edmonton in exchange for Kyle Brodziak. And well, we can actually break it down this way, because Edmonton's made a couple trades. They have. 
So we can start with the Mike Green one, okay. which is for uh, Kyle Brodziak and a conditional fourth-round pick. Do you have the conditional? Uh, I do. It's uh, it upgrades to the 2021 third-round pick if Edmonton advances to the conference final and Green plays in 50% of the games. So that was their first one, and only just a couple minutes ago, they've made two other ones. Yes. Not yeah, one no, other two other one. ones. I was going to say a couple minutes ago, but I think it was more like a half uh, hour ago. W- within the last 20 minutes, they've made two yeah. more trades. I'll put uh, it that way. The not-so-flashy one is Tyler Ennis for a fifth-round pick. Uh, I actually don't think that's that terrible of a trade, to be honest. No. Um, and the bigger one is that the Oilers, the team that landed Anthony Seu. Yeah, that was honestly huge. Um, so they got Anthony, uh, Andres Athanasiu, AA. Yep. Who we're gonna mention now just because it's his name is a bit long. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and Ryan uh, Kuffner for Sam Gagne and a 2020 second round pick and a 2021 second round pick. Also, ten uh, percent um, of Gagne's salary is retained. Yes. He's making two point eight three mil right and now. And same with Kovalchuk's. Uh, yeah, his half it's of literally his. half. So the Caps are paying him seventy five thousand dollars because mm-hmm. they're that close to the cap. Which yeah, which I think is kind of funny. But hey, it's gonna make work. So yep. Um, so that's but what Edmonton has been up to lately. Um, but those are pretty huge now. They are. Yeah. Um, they're absolutely moves that. For depth reasons, Tyler Ennis and Mike Green. Mike Green's been around, obviously. Um, he can still provide you some offensive talent, even though he's not the same defenseman as he was before. Anthony Seo is obviously the biggest piece you got out of this. It absolutely helps, not just for Leon Dreisaitl and Conor McDavid's sake for when McDavid comes back, but also you he can is argue... Back. Oh, he is bad. And he scored a fantastic goal last night. I didn't know that. Uh, But uh, that actually, I think, helps Ryan Ryan Nugent Hopkins more. Because then it just puts someone with him now. Just all the speed there is ridiculous. Because I feel like even going into the season, he was the person that was being rumored as potential to be moved just just because they haven't really... They've been stalled pretty much, not really... Improving much, except for this year, where out of nowhere they've kind of seemed to right. kind of catch on fire, but it's also not the strongest Pacific division, so sure they were able to um, take it. Also, because um, of this trade, the here's Detroit's 2020 picks now. They have a first, three seconds, two-thirds, a fourth, a fifth, sixth, seventh, so in total, ten picks. Mm-hmm. Um. That's not a bad gut for a team that's uh has to con- um to rebuild. Right. Absolutely. And not. with Steve Yeiserman as your GM, if you I, I trust him. I trust him and if he brought any of his kind of scouts from Tampa Bay, they've yeah. been known to find some pretty great talent. And even in those middle rounds, say second to fifth around there, they've been f- able to find some Guy, so. Sure. Uh, I really want to get to uh, the Ottawa Senators. Yeah, they've... So, here's how busy they have they, been today. This morning, they went... Okay, we're done with our trades. We did it. Yeah, right? <laughs> so, here's how busy they have been today. <clears throat> I, I don't know how many tra- how many um, picks they started with, but currently, in cl- from this year's draft and next year's draft, the combined, 
The Senators have 22 picks. They have seven alone in the first two picks this first round uh, this year. So I'll break it down this way. Uh, they have three first-round picks. There's uh, the Sharks pick. They got a pick from the Islanders in the, the J.G. Pajot trade. We'll break down those details in a second. They have four second-round picks. Uh, Ottawa second. <laughs> Ottawa second. Good one. Uh, that's their own pick. Um, Columbus second, Dallas second, and Islanders it second. It was really hard for Ottawa. Ottawa I know. It, it was yeah. so hard. Um, they have their own third pick along with Winnipeg's third. They have their fourth. Uh, Tampa Bay's fifth. They have San Jose and St. Louis is sixth, and they're in seventh. That's just for this year alone. And if you really want to look at it this way, too, looking at the standings and where they are league-wise, and this is just going off of not even, say, whatever happens with, uh, what's it called, uh, the draft lottery, but at the moment they'd be, if it nothing changed, they'd be the third overall pick. They'd have the third overall pick. Wow. And Detroit, who we just mentioned, would obviously have the first. And, they, well, there's That's a chance. Obviously, I'm just saying, if right. nothing changed, and this is how, the um, if you're looking at the standings now. Sure. At what, if nothing changed, this is what it would kind of look like. Obviously, the f- four teams here, Detroit, L.A., Ottawa, and Anaheim, would have the best odds there. Yes. Uh, but I'm just saying, if there's no, if you're not just looking at it where the teams are, not even really paying attention of to course. the lottery. But uh, but a little bit more backstory on how Ottawa has gotten those picks. Uh, yes. A lot of those trades happening today, earlier, one of the uh, earlier trades was uh, Vladislav Nemestikov to Colorado for their fourth round pick. In 2021. So that, that was a, a big deal there. Uh, the biggest one, one, I think, so far, J.G. Pajot. Uh, I'll get to that one in a second because I want to hear your thought, Mike. I was just talking about Nemestikov, but yeah, um, just uh, for the Flyers, like I was kind of interested in. Right? No, for sure. I then. honestly thought he would have been a good fit. Yeah, and um, same with Pajot too. If we're putting it out there, but seeing right. how much they Lou got, was, Lou was. Oh you my know, God, he overpaid. So well, again, it's not this first time. So. Right? Yeah, <laughs> got that right. So <laughs> again, when we say overpaid, we mean overpaid. Here it is. J.G. Pajot earlier today from the Ottawa Senators to the New York Islanders in exchange for a 2020 uh, first-round pick, second-round pick, and 2022 third-round pick, all conditional. Um, the conditions are if the Islanders win the draft lottery and select top three, the pick becomes a 2020 first-round pick instead. The conditions on the other picks is the pick is transferred if the Islanders win the 2020 Stanley Cup. It's not going to happen. No. Lou is really because he there's the chance that uh, th- that he they might go after Zach Parise. Yes, uh, that's been rumored. Uh, luckily, nothing's, that hasn't broke yet. Nothing's really um, broke there. But I think it's going to happen. It could, but it just comes down to complications of the trade. Because think about it, that massive deal that Parise has. Andrew Ladd is both him and Parise have waived their new uh, trade clause. So I think it's going to happen. Parise, thirty five, seven point five mil, Ooh. and he is. Under contract until 2024-2025. So in order for the Islanders to make this trade with their $3.3 million in cap, they would have to try, probably get rid of Lad. Well, and that's exactly who they're going to get rid of. Again, and it's it, not even just... It just it all depends on what the final piece Didn't they just like. give Lad a contract, too? Like not that not long ago, I believe. 
2016. So not even four years ago, you gave him a contract, and now you're already. I mean, it's not as bad as say uh, that that Parise one, but and the thing that even hurts the Islanders more, because f- for some reason, because that's why I brought up the Parise thing, is Lou for some reason feels like his team is good enough to try and compete, and I am the complete opposite of that feeling. Um, I would not have traded away your seconds. No. Second round picks and your first round pick. Because, again, Cause this it was is... I was worried about what you were going to do after your Andy Green trade. Yeah. Because you overpaid for Andy Green. Again, um, I think this... So, from what I understand, this is a relatively deep draft class. I yeah. don't know the extent. I know the first round's going to be deep. After that, I'm not exactly sure. But, again, it's going to be another very, very solid draft. And it's funny because I feel like each year the draft class has gotten better and better it and has. better. Um, I guess not so much better. I want to say not so much better, but deeper. Sorry, sorry. That's that's exactly what uh, the best way to describe that. Because um, you're saying it better, better, better. You, that's saying sorry, there's deep, more Connor deeper David likes yes. coming every year. But yes, no, that's exactly right. Um, okay. And so at the moment, the Islanders would be the first wild card. Mm-hmm. But still, I do think that's probably where they're going to end up. They won't make the playoffs, I think. But you're yes. either playing Tampa Bay, because I think Tampa Bay will take, at some point, the Atlantic. But even if not, possibly Boston, or I think the Penguins will, at some point, overtake the Capitals. I, I um, think so, honestly. Even though the capital, the Penguins are on a bit of a slid, they've lost their last three, but which is why you probably see them. Even though it's not the biggest of moves, you could argue, but more so veteran-wise, they picked up Patrick Marlowe from the Sharks. Yes. Um. And the third round for a third round pick, and the third round pick becomes a second round if the Penguins win the cup, which. They could it's a small possibility. Small yeah. possibility. Um, I'm not going to put money on them winning. No, but it again, it's it's certainly a possibility. Mm-hmm. Not saying it's not going to happen, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But the metro has really been kind of busy today. It has been, um, and even I guess you could say last night too with the Capitals. Yes, uh, another big metro trade today. Uh, the Carolina Hurricanes getting Vincent Trocheck mm-hmm. from the Florida Panthers for Eric Halla, Lucas Walmark, Chase Prisco, uh, Prisky, I apologize, and Edu uh, Lu- uh, Louis Then, Sorry, I apologize for that name. Uh, so that was a big one there um, for they Carolina. Away at Walmart. Hmm. <laughs> um, the Devils traded Wayne Simmons to the Buffalo Sabres, retaining half his salary in exchange for a 2021 fifth-round pick. It can become a fourth if Simmons plays 10 games and the Sabres make the playoffs, so it's likely to stay a fifth-round pick, let's be honest. Because the Sabres at the moment are have 66 points, and they'd have to try to get to uh, 72. Yeah. Not that that's not out of the realm of possibility, especially with the Atlantic, but it's not going to happen, dude. No, it will not. Um... 
Let's see here. Before we get to our team that we cover, um, other trades just around the league that stand out. Uh, the Leaf trade away uh, Michael Hutchison to the Avalanche <laughs> for Cal, Cal Rosen. Rosen. And, and the funny thing is that apparently they, this is the second time they're reacquiring Rosen. The Bruins require, uh, acquired Nick Ritchie for Danton Heinen. I think that's a very good move, actually. Um, Ritchie, unfortunately for Boston, hasn't really panned out like they ha- like um, he you has in, in the past. And for Danton Heinen, I want to say he used to be on Boston. Yeah, I think so. There's now 35 minutes left in the NHL trade deadline. Uh, remember, this is very important to remember, as long as trades are submitted before 3 p.m., they can roll over past 3 p.m. So we'll easily not only be on until at least 3.30, probably 4 o'clock breaking down the trades, but hopefully there's other trades uh, that happen towards the end of the day for the deadline that uh, we can report here. I haven't seen much recently. A lot of the trades have been happening already. Uh, just a quick update out of Buffalo. The Sabres are planning to trade Evan Rodriguez, who's a goaltender, before the deadline. Um, so to keep that in mind. Um, some other trades going on. There was... Let me see if I can update this. Okay, that, that's not too far. Um, I want to take a look at the updated trade bait board now. Uh, we will have to update ourselves. Been, I don't think it's been really It's updated. probably not going to be updated, so we'll just have to update ourselves. Uh, oh, there it is. Evan Rodriguez, just like that, to Pitt. Uh, Pittsburgh getting goaltending depth. So there, I'm curious on the return there. Uh, on the trade bait board. Oh, some big news we forgot to mention completely. Chris Kreider, he's off the trade bait board. Yes. He signed a seven-year deal. Because I was curious if what they were going to do, because they are closer to a uh, playoff spot. Yes. Do don't think they're going to make it. I think they're going to be at the Flyers last year, where at the beginning of the season they struggled. And even though they might end the season hot, they're still going to just miss the playoffs. Right. And also probably doesn't help that two of the players did get into an accident. Yeah, th- that's uh, absolutely huge news. It was... Uh, Buchnev- Pavel Buchnevich yes. and uh, uh, Igor Shristerkin. Yes, their uh, goal- goalie. goalie. Yeah. Uh, so uh, it sounds like uh, Buchnevich will be day-to-day. Yeah. Um, and Shristerkin... Which it has a rib fracture. He'll be yeah. reassessed in a couple of weeks. So best of luck to those guys. Hope for nothing but good health. It's a very scary situation there. Apparently, it could have been a lot worse from mm-hmm. what people have been saying. So glad to see that they're actually alive and well and walking for the most part. You know, uh, for Chris Kreider, he got the seven-year extension. Sherry's <laughs> going back to the Penguins. No possibly. way. Frank Cervelli, eight seconds ago. I believe Sherry is on the deal to Pens. Wow. How about that? Um, I, and he really thrived there. So this because is of Chris Sandy Crosby. Exactly. He's not good on his own. I've right. said that since he's left. Exactly. I've so never thought he was that good of a player. He's all right. Um, also, really quickly about uh, Kreider's contract, uh, 6.5 mil AAV, uh, so 45.5 mil total. Mm-hmm. Uh, looks like uh, Cahoon is going back to Buffalo. That's an interesting trade there. Uh, 
Oh, I love this. I love this day. Mm-hmm. Also, this is very minor, but the Rangers did make a trade with the Flyers. They did. Um, the other uh, earlier in the week. Yeah. Or Gene last week. Gene Fracoy Berube. J.F. Berube. For future yeah. considerations, which I don't think has really been. Uh, th- it actually has been announced. Um, let me go to the Flyers. Because uh, I can't remember th- who the players are. Um, it, it wasn't much from what I remember. Oh, yeah, because Brew Bay is their backup. In the oh, it doesn't even say I'm Cat Friendly. I can't remember the exact. Uh, oh my gosh, it's not saying it anywhere. All right, here, here four days. Oh, was it? Um, no, it wasn't. Sorry, not him. I don't know. Either way, yeah, it was a very minor. It, it, minor it was nothing trade. groundbreaking. I'll yeah. put it that way. Which is why I'm finding it surprising that some. Rangers fans feel like all of a sudden because they kept Kreider. Kreider, yeah, that. Well, uh, there's no way. Uh, okay, so there they. So what surprises me actually, they are sitting with 70 points right now, which is more than I honestly thought they would get. However, that being said, they'd have to at least get four points to try to get to a wild card spot, and that's not in quite because I also think Carolina and. Islanders are kind of close, but I still think they're a better team. And they actually right. made moves. These teams that are ahead of them made moves to stay. I think you could pass the Blue Jackets because I think they're just going to start falling out of well, it. Well, so here's the problem. Columbus, Columbus was Columbus in on Athenseo. It was yeah. believed he would go there. And but then the, uh, the Oilers swept in and grabbed him. And the Blue Jackets have done nothing. They literally haven't done nothing. Uh, Which I believe there's only three teams, if I remember seeing someone tweeting this out, uh, that have not made any moves today. One of them being uh, Ottawa or uh, Columbus. Columbus, thank you. Uh, let me see here. Columbus. If I had to get, has Tampa Bay made a trade today? They are one of those teams I believe that has also not made a trade. I thought they really need to. They made one earlier right. in the week, but that doesn't necessarily count. <laughs> yeah, they traded away Dinic Martel. Yes. Uh, oh, yeah, and they made the uh, – that's why they didn't make a trade because they traded for Blake Coleman. Yes, that's right. For four, So the, for they're most likely done. Yeah, they're done. Also, I will say this on a side note. Per NHL rules, a player must be on the AHL roster at 3 p.m. Eastern time today in order to be eligible to be sent down from the NHL anytime yeah. thereafter for the rest of the season. So if you Hence, see – Connor Bonneman yeah. and Joel Fairby getting sent down by the Even Flyers. You can see – Benjamin getting sent down because of the trades the Flyers made, which yes. we could probably get into now. We can. Um, I so so let's talk about the first one. It was Nate Thompson. The Flyers got in exchange for a 2021 fifth round pick. What was your instant reaction? Meh. Yeah, I, I agree. It wasn't anything. I said. I think meh, and out. then I saw because after you see these trades, you kind of look towards your. Uh, you kind of look at your people you kind of trust on Twitter and everything. They kind of mm. get their thinking of it. Right. 
Okay. This sorry, not to change the subject no, too much, good. but this is just from Bob McKenzie a minute ago. Okay. And this is regarding Tyson Berry. Ooh. So it's uh, 30 minutes to the trade deadline, so things can change quickly on this day. But as of 2.30 Eastern, Toronto is not close to trading Tyson Berry. That's good so that means he's not getting moved. Which also, which also means Ghost didn't get moved today either. No. Um, he was practicing, which is great. Which means there was no reason to keep him out, which means right. y- they weren't even putting his name out there. Um, and the Flyers did make those moves already, too. Uh, for Joel Fairby and Connor Bunneman. Uh, the other one, uh, in case you um, haven't mentioned This is it. what I was going to say. Um, oh, yes. This is just something that... Because uh, Char- I do agree with Charlie in the sense that... Because um, it was in his athletic article, I guess, talking a couple weeks ago, talking about how the Flyers were uh, just looking at the people that they had to bring in. And really just kind of the centers that were out there available and stuff like that. Um, obviously, he thought uh, Pajot was uh, Pajot was a big uh, kind of the big one that the Flyers could have really benefited from, but unfortunately, uh, Lou overpaid. Yeah. And, or we can be more honest. Ottawa went, "Hey, Lou." <laughs> <laughs> but. This is where it kind of gave me um, worry because this is from three hours ago when he was just talking about the Thompson trade. The uh, other trade hadn't happened yet, but uh, but it was just a thread from his uh, article. But it said, I get wanting to improve your depth in the bottom six, and you certainly don't want to have to turn to Verbia for Roop stuff in the playoffs because you know, that might not be the best for their this this isn't him. This is just me kind of speculating. Right. Why you wouldn't want that? Two young guys, hard kind of situation to put them in. But in a lot of ways, this is back to Charlie. Uh, what Thompson brings is Stewart-ish, which I don't like. Except he's not nearly as much of a liability at five on five, but and can play center. But it's just a big man, which I agree. It's a big man for me. Yes. And the only reason why I could see that because he says. Stewart-ish quality, which you know really gives me some um, question marks on him, but that does make me think maybe Chuck and uh, uh, Av maybe because he probably had a little bit saying this. Um, if he has that little bit of grit in him that he w- isn't afraid to kind of throw down for Nate Thompson, mm-hmm. uh, maybe they didn't like for a little bit now the flyers have kind of not really been out hit but a physical play maybe that kind sure. of sense of bring them in he is 35 so that veteran kind of pedigree has he had any really um he's been in the playoffs a couple times with the ducks his last time was 17 18 with the kings his stats aren't groundbreaking. It's just kind of a... It's kind of a meh for me, but I get it. And if he's nothing more than just... Yeah. A extra or, at best, fourth-line center, that's where I'd probably have him. Outside of that, I'm kind of... I don't want him any higher because right. he's just not that good. 
Uh, by the way, quick report out of Calgary. Uh, if you see anything about Mikhail Backlund, he has not been traded. He's left the ice because he took a puck to the face moments ago. And the other trade was yes for, for Derek Grant. Yeah, that's uh, uh, that's for an interesting. Kyle Crisillo, Chris Colo, and a twenty twenty fourth round pick. Fourth round pick. I don't mind giving up fifth round for. It's not that's not that bad either for uh, Thompson, right? Um, I'll, I'll put it this way in perspective. Last year, the Canadians gave up a fourth round pick for him. Which the Flyers just gave up for Derek Grant, which right. I do think there's more of an upside on Grant. Grant is younger, um, and at the moment this year, which is something I was actually going to bring up, even if he wasn't traded, he has 14 goals this year for a fourth liner. That's not bad at all. No. So in that sense, that's not terrible. I love. Sorry, right, Evan Rodriguez is a left winger. For some reason, I thought he's a goalie. No, no. Uh, Derek Grant's twenty nine. So, yep. Both of them are fourth line guys at best. Even though some of the lines I'm seeing come on I through Twitter now shows Grant's on the second line taking over for Fair- Joel Faraby. Yes. I will say this though, really Which quickly about it's not that much of a surprise because I'm sorry, uh, uh, Vigneault wasn't the biggest just for a game. It, he wasn't a biggest fan, biggest fan of Farabee's game mm-hmm. against the Jets on Saturday. So maybe a game off wouldn't be the worst thing, but I, I, I hope it's so. not for long term that he's out. Or I, I, I don't on the think bench it floor. would. I be, think honestly. it's just this is where I'm what I'm kind of thinking of it as, just because it's. Um, Mickey Money, I cut a home run. Sorry. It's not even hockey related. Well, I just saw it come up on Twitter. <laughs> Moniac? Yeah, Mickey Money, I cut a home run. Dang, he crushed that thing. Seeing the highlight now. Yeah. Uh, it's a three run shot, by the way. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, clearly this is also baseball. But uh, <laughs> for Derek Grant, I kind of got, because this is what I was going to bring up to the podcast before, even yeah. if he wasn't treated, because I lost my train of thought there for a second and found it again. Um, he's only making seven hundred thousand right. this year, which and isn't he's terrible a at all. He's a UFA, so he could be. He a has slight 14, option to bring like back. Like I said, he has fourteen goals. I want to bring him back. Um, which again, it's two couple more goals than what Voracek has right now. It's true, but for Thompson and Grant's sake, they're really here because playoff. Well, yeah. that and Patrick. Yes, that's the main reason. One thing that um, helps, they're both UFAs. Yeah, next year, Frost could be here. He should be. Here. He should be here. That there goes one of them. Yes, preferably Thompson. Yeah. Gra- if the Flyers, I'll say this: if the Flyers re-sign Derek Grant, I wouldn't hate it. Depends on how much. It depends on how well he plays. And that too, there's because a lot I was because it was similar last year. Actually, this year they've actually did better their trades than last year because they felt they gave up very little for Wayne Simmons, or they got back very little for Wayne Simmons. But um, Ryan Hartman, who I was actually kind of interested in seeing as the Flyers, he didn't really turn out to really be anything. So I'm going to wait and give him a game or two to see what they have before I really kind of get my thinking if the Flyers should either not bring him back or Mm -hmm. just have him sit. 
Because this is the tough part, because now they made these trades, the lines are now going to be tinker, uh, tweaked a little bit from what was kind of working for the past, really, month. Right. Um. But last night, because last night you texted me about Derek Grant or whatever, it's like my kind of my thinking about mm. him. And I wasn't even really sure. I, I was like, for the Flyers, or are we just talking about in general? For the Flyers, they could get going after him because this is another thing Charlie brought out is that both Grant and Thompson are kind of better options or uh-huh. the best options you could really get depth center-wise that were kind of available. Um, so that's why they kind of went with these two guys and probably why you see them make two trades because both of them aren't the best, but bringing them both of them might maybe bring you guys up a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Because now at least, because I know Bunneman probably won't be here. So that means or Bunneman might not be coming back up, which means uh, one of those spots will be open and they're probably more capable of taking the center. And it does seem like uh, AV wants them to or kind of be the depth kind of thing. And right, and I did see You will see Grant play center and wing because yes. it is listed that he'll play right wing. So Fletcher so. also noted uh, that... And also this too, which I think is even bigger, is that there's still some cap wiggle room for Not much Noah Patrick. For Noah oh, Patrick, for Patty, yes. Which means, to me, Patrick's playing this season. I think Patrick's so. absolutely going to be playing at some point this season. It's not... Again, sure it's when. a matter of when... And again, because last night, yesterday was the Flyers Carnival, and he was talking to Bill Clement. He was there. Yes. He was actually there. I don't know about Limblom, but Patrick was there. And again, he gave one of those kind of, you feel bad for him kind of interviews, like, uh, what are you playing? Yeah, right. Kind of thing. You can tell he wants to be out there. He wants to be out there, and he kind of hates answering the same questions that he right. kind of has no say over what happens. Um, also, really quickly about Derek Grant, uh, Fletcher wa- says... So, sorry, Grant said Fletcher wants him to add depth and versatility. So he says mm-hmm. he's comfortable as a wing or center. Uh, so that's you know something to keep an eye out for. He's also been used as a net front presence when on the power play this season. I don't know if you mentioned this, but this is, kind of, I guess, kind of happened, but it's really small. Huh. Uh, Emil Juice oh, was uh, traded to Florida for I, a sixth round pick. Okay, nice. Yeah, I, I, I did see that. Um, I wasn't sure exactly how accurate that was. But uh, just showed up on that. Right. By the way, it sounds like Chuck Fletcher is done dealing as... Which you shouldn't which really be. Which makes sense. Because yeah. no there's no real right. room there. And if you're really... Because if you're looking at this and like, oh, where's all like the big like groundbreaking kind of traits out there outside of, like, you say, you could argue like Peugeot or mm. whatever. It's like, those bigger traits happen during the off-season. Those are off-season traits. Where you see like big or potential like big name people on the move like a Braden Shen if you're right uh, a couple years ago if you're a Flyers fan or because those are for some reason just because it's the off season those ones are a little easier to make yeah not that some of these teams want to be want to like those guys it's just once you get right by the draft that's probably when you'll see some of those bigger trades sure absolutely um, also, so let's go over. Uh, also, 
One final thought before I kind of go into uh, more of the the other trade tracker going on. Um, one thing I don't like about the Nate Thompson deal, it that move felt like a move just to make a move. However, yeah, I agree. The one thing I like is that oh, it fills the need for a depth center that they wanted and at a rather low cost. I'm okay. That's with what you. they kind of had to do, right? And, and I'm glad the Canadians were. This is a good that. point too. Is I forget. I think it might have been Charlie again, or I forget who said it. Maybe it was Steve uh, Isaac. Isaac, yeah. But saying how, um, I was pretty much just talking about the moves and that they didn't really want to break up the whole kind of thing, but make enough rooms to kind of make hmm. a chance. I forget who tweeted it. I'm sure I'm butchering it, but yeah. Um. Also, uh, really quickly here as uh, for trade history, uh, Chicago, uh, I don't see it official yet, but it sounds like the... Gustafson? Yes, Eric Gustafson uh, trade has gone... uh, He's going to Calgary. Uh, And there hasn't really been any... There hasn't been much reported. um, Refreshing the... Trade tracker. I'm not seeing anything really on the trade tracker. Um, Eric Francis or first reported that he's a senior columnist with Sportsnet, so hang tight. Uh, he didn't confirm it, or he's just that there's he, a he did confirm it. He said Flames required Gus Gustafson from Chicago. We just don't know what the return is. Uh, also, probably the bigger one right now going on to watch out for, and I'm hoping we can break down. And here's another thing too, because. This is something that I think actually helps Grant. Yeah. This is something actually Couturier said in that yes. his game, he kind of Dr. plays it kind Coons. of hard. Or kind of hard and right. kind of hard to defend against. So depth-wise, I don't mind that. Sure. I just kind of, I think at this point, that's just kind of tinkering here and there with the lines, especially bottom six, how you're going to do that. Um I don't know how it's going to work out, especially since that fourth line has actually played, you could argue, right up, if not potentially at times better than the first line that has Couturier and Drew, especially at times where it seems like the team's struggling, case in point, a couple games ago against Columbus. They were struggling a lot, just a shot from Abe Kubel, and it's in. And then the tights just kind of turned from there. So for me, it's kind of hard to, but if you can kind of, because th- that's something I do like about AV so far this year is that he has done pretty well at putting the lines together, and even if it doesn't work, he's quick to change them. So yeah, um, and it's not nothing against the Sharks because the Sharks were in the playoffs last year or anything, but it's not the best Sharks team um, to go against, which probably means we might lose. But even saying that. They're supposedly supposed to be playing. They're both supposedly going to play tomorrow. Right. Which I wonder, because I don't know if anyone said what numbers they're going to get. I know what numbers they can't get. They're retired <laughs> numbers. Yes. Um. But outside of that, I don't know. It's a great question. Um, uh, it's now 2.48, 12 minutes left in the deal. In uh, the sorry, deal? in the uh, deadline, I should say. Uh, the latest, again, of Tyson Berry... Um, there's 
you know, to, uh, like Mike said, as of two thirty p.m. Eastern time, Toronto is not close to trading Tyson Berry. Yeah, that was from. Uh, um, Bob McKenzie, I believe, said that. Mm-hmm. And let's hear what else. Uh, in case we didn't mention it, t- uh, I think we did. The Tyler Ennis goes to Edmonton. Yeah, we did. And Senators get a fifth round pick in return. We're talking about the. Edmonton trades. Yes. Um, A smaller one, Matthew Pekka to Ottawa for Aaron Luchuk to Montreal and a 2020 seventh-round pick. Um, I think what other ones. That's really it for now. Those are only really trades. So now looking at the trade beat board, uh, Carolina's first-round pick is number three. That's the top But if you want to go back, not just from today, but going back earlier in the week. Sure. Mika Salamoli yeah. Samaki was traded for Ben Harper. Sh- uh, Predators and uh, Leafs there. Cody Eakin was yes, traded that's to the a big Jets one. for a conditional 2021 fourth-round pick. And Andre Kasha is no longer a duck. He is now a Bruin. Yes, that, that was a big one. David Backus, Axel Anderson, and a 2020 first-round pick. Another one giving away tr- tw- first-round pick. Probably want to give a first-round pick for Andre Kasha, but... Not just me. Right. And I believe Bacchus is in the AHL for the Ducks. Uh, for now. For now. Uh, he, he, it's, again, just a paper move. Yeah. So we'll but see. But it sucks because I wonder if that's also um, the Bruins are trying 25% of Bacchus's contract as well on that tr- deal. I'm surprised at how little um, Bacchus kind of value is dropped a lot oh no not that just how little really uh anaheim give up i'm sorry sorry boston gave up to get kasha to be fair he that was the first round pick they gave up oh wait that's right i lied yeah i don't know what you're talking about jeffrey never mind ignore me axel anderson in a 2020 first round pick i remember oh wow sammy vatanen is going to carolina carolina has their defenseman Carolina already had their defenseman. It's Dougie Hamilton. Well, he's been out for a while. Oh, has he? Oh, yeah, he's like a broken leg. Oh, I don't know. Sorry, Carolina, don't pay attention to you much. Um, Who's saying that? Pierre LeBron. Ah. So, I was going to say he's next on the uh, trade bait list at number four, but he it sounds like he's going to be taken off. He's a 4.9 mil cap hit, a UFA. Let's put it, even though there's like 10 minutes left, let's put this out there. For the guys who are remaining that we could potentially see traded, who do you think is the best out there and that they can help the team? Help a team. So, I wonder if looking at the trade bait board, a lot of these pieces are off in the top 20 easily. So, out of the top 20, I'll go. The the ones that are off the board. This was updated seven hours ago, so this is so so this is us updating. It's yeah. so the ones that are off the board are Kreider because he obviously resigned. Pajot goes to, um, Islanders. Islanders, thank you. Sorry, it took me a minute. Uh, Carolina Vaughten, still has their first round pick. Yes, Carolina still has their first round pick. Vatanen sounds like he's going to Carolina, so we could see Carolina giving their first giving their first round pick, round pick up. Yeah. Uh, Tyson Berry is still there. But at it doesn't five. seem like he's going to get traded. So Nemestikov has been traded to Colorado. Uh, Athanasio to Edmonton. Gustafson, Gustafson still waiting has, for the yeah. official word in return, but he Derek sounds Grant like he's going to Calgary. 
Grant jumped up a lot. He did. He he's, went, he's at nine. And obviously, he went to Philly. Bufflin has announced not he's play. not playing. Someone announced for Bufflin he's not playing the rest of the year. Uh, Jesper Fast still at 11. Marlow has gone to Pittsburgh. Thornton, update on him. He's not going to Dallas like he was rumored to. Uh, Eric Holla. He was only going to go. If if he was going to waive it, it was for the same reason for Marlow. It was going to be for a contender. Right. Uh, also, something to keep in mind, Vaughn has missed the past 10 games with a lower body injury uh, for the uh, Devils there. Um. Yep, that is definitely. Eric Hollow was dealt. Yep, Hollow was dealt. Uh, to Florida. Th- that was the Florida deal. Mike Hoffman Hop- is still available. Uh, Ennis has been traded. Simmons has been traded. Robin Leonard. He's still available. He's still available. I want to. I, I really want to say he would go to Carolina. That's my suggestion. That's my thinking too. But but I don't know if there's it's eight minutes happen. left, so I don't think it's. But happening. again, as long as you get the trade in before three p.m. Uh, three p.m. We've seen trades happen sure. far after. Uh, that so something else keep in mind Vaughn is currently on the IR uh let's see here 19 Brandon Saad interesting one here's a very interesting one here I would love to see teams pick up after Tyson Jost he's available apparently now he has not had the best year he's on a very he's still on his rookie contract if I'm not mistaken very good player I think uh he just hasn't really been able to transfer it because I think we talked about him actually earlier like during I think either when we broke down the uh, avalanche or very early on before the season even started you were kind of talking about uh, Tyson Jost and how maybe a new home wouldn't be the worst thing right because he has struggled he has for a former first round pick pick 10th overall in 2016 He's tenth overall. Wow. Yeah. So that's that's a little rough for Colorado. He's played in fifty eight games. He's got sixteen goals, uh, sixteen points this year, five goals, eleven assists. His career high is twenty six points that he got last year in seventy games, eleven goals, fifteen assists. Uh, the Devils are getting a prospect and a pick for Vaughn. I'm curious to see what... I wonder if that Parisity will get done, though. If it's agreed upon, obviously, before the deadline ends. Again, I think it will. So, again, it has to be submitted within the next five minutes. It's just the headache (coughs) of... The salary. Not just the salary, but if you can just kind of take it on. What you can... Obviously, you can get rid of uh, Lad or whatever, but Lad's already in your minors for the Islanders. Right. Even though you got rid of him, well, um, I thought he's already back down. Let me double check. I thought at one point he got called up. He did, but then he got back. Oh, he got, got back, back down. down. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um. At least that's what Cap Friendly says. Because if you go onto the Islanders page, he is he's not in the minors. The, okay. Yeah, he's in the minors. But he is five and a half mil, and like I said. Parise a seven mil. So again, it's going to be Lad and Parise easily involved. They have waived waived their rights 
uh, their trade uh, no trade clause, I should say. Um, also, quick update on the Gustafson deal. Uh, deal. Uh, senior writer for the Athletic, Mark Lazarus. <coughs> pretty well this year too. Yeah, he has um, for Parisi himself. <coughs> uh, he has thirty-seven points, twenty-one goals, sixteen assists. Yeah, no Parisi, he's been doing well this year for a thirty-five-year-old. That's not bad at all. No, it's just that contract. Exactly. That's the scary part about um, it. The Gustafson deal, really quickly, for, uh, Mark Lazarus tweeted out: uh, no confirmation on it yet. The expectation is mid-round picks will be the best they can hope for. Patience, please. Um. <coughs> Quick update, actually, about that Parisi um, and also Parisi lad deal. I'm surprised Parisi did it because didn't Parisi when he signed in Minnesota was because he wanted to play in Minnesota. Yeah, because he's from there. Right. Uh, quick update about that deal uh, from Arthur Staple, who is the Islanders writer for the Athletic. Five minutes to the deadline, we'll see if the Islanders in Minnesota made the money work on Parisi slash lad. Might not happen. Now three minutes left. On the deal. Oh, sorry. Deadline. I keep saying deal. Uh, Devin Shore is going to the Columbus Blue Jackets. So the Blue Jackets have finally made their first trade. The Ducks are very active uh, trading Devin That's Shore. As they kind of should be. Right. So, again, breaking news. Ducks trade Devin Shore to the Columbus Blue Jackets. Uh, still waiting to hear what the return is. It's funny. Um, if you go into the TSN trade tracker, it yeah. just says Semi Vatanen for TBD. Oh, this is interesting. TBD. <laughs> nice. San Jose and Tampa Bay are talking about a Barkley Goodrow trade. When are two uh, L- to Vegas? LV. Who? Elliot Friedman, 30 seconds ago. Leonard to LV. What? Wow. See, the trades are rolling in. Elliot Friedman's not very good at specifying where these trades are. He said, Vatanen to Carolina, nothing. <laughs> Leonard to LV, nothing. <laughs> nothing else, but. Are you running that down? No, I'm still trying to tweet at De- the Devin Shore trade. <laughs> How about that? That's a huge trade for Vegas. So, Bark- Barkley. Barkley Goudreau could be going to Tampa Bay. Keep an eye out on that. But, so, let me ask you this. Um, He's 26, Goudreau. He's got... This year, okay. Uh, I think Gaudreau's a great depth player, and yeah. Tampa Bay would love to have someone like him. points, eight goals, 16 assists. He's got more points than he has in the past two years. And last year he played 82 games. He only had 17 points. Again, he's not the flashiest player, but he can score just yeah. like that. It's a done deal. Gaudreau is going to Tampa Bay. Four. So when you hear that.
according to David Pagnotta from the fourth period, uh, he is tweeting out that it's a done deal. Goodrow to Tampa Bay. Write that down. Already am. Okay, so officially no Tyson Berry trade for Toronto. The Which deadline has passed. At this point, it's not much of a surprise there. No. There's still nothing on the uh, Gustafson trade. No. So, again, that's... So, so remember, though, uh, So keep, this is something to keep in mind. Someone tweeted out there were 11 deals announced after 3 p.m. last year. It is 3.01 p.m. Eastern time now. Uh, again, officially now, Barkley Goodrow is going to Tampa Bay. What a deal for them. <laughs> the, the the Atlanta Thrashers Twitter the Twitter page of the at now Thrashers tweeted out Thrashers done for the day. I love it. <laughs> Do you see what Kurt tweeted? Oh God, which tweet? From forty three seconds ago, no. he says, "Hey guys, don't know if you knew if you knew this, but it's three, which means trades can be announced." <laughs> Oh man, um, <laughs> there was there was one of my favorite tweets. I just saw where it was. Here's my thing though. Uh, Flyers near Flyers make a deal with the Wilkes for Scranton Penguins. Acquire and it's a picture of Michael Scott in uh, a, a practice jersey <laughs> or his hockey gear. Uh sorry, we're gonna say that, Mike. The short trade to Columbus because we kind of yes. just brushed over that. I just kind of want to see how short is doing. Joe this Thornton year. is staying. Put in San Jose. That that's gonna be hard for her to tear him away from San Jose. Oh, absolutely. And he even said their GM that they would absolutely welcome him back, both him and Marley. Yeah. Ooh. Huh. Oh, he's a defenseman, right? No, Who? he's a forward. Devin Shore. Oh, baby. Brady Shea is going to Carolina. It is official. Wow. Again, meh. I think it's a big deal, but also because I, I have a couple of friends who are Rangers fans, and I know this is going to make them mad. So. Not really. I don't, I, I think, I don't think he's the best is, defenseman, but that's just He's me. not. Again, it's just a depth defenseman. But again. Um, Can anyone be specific on the trades that actually happened? Apparently. <laughs> um, whoa! Chicago gets a second round pick, Malcolm Subban, and a prospect from Robin Leonard. They traded their backup for Robin Leonard again. Vegas is going to be a tough team to try to beat. They are. I think they're absolutely. The they're favorites. the team. Yeah, they're the team to try to beat in the West. So. It's not only that. We didn't even mention this. I don't kn- think we mentioned it, but um, they got Alec Martinez, too. They did. Hold on. I'm going to go all the way back to when that trade happened. Um, that was a big trade. Can you announce that while I'm looking for updates Alec here? Martinez. This was on the 19th of February. Uh, a 2020 second-round pick, 2021 second-round pick. 
for Alec Martinez. Um, Which I think actually helps them as well. Which apparently is the same what you would give plus Sam Gagne for Athanasio. Yeah. <laughs> Chicago. Uh, wait, no, wait, announce that. <laughs> now the bottom one says draft pick plus prospects. And now it has the Robin Leonard. It just says TBD. But <laughs> TBD. TDB. <laughs> no, it's crazy. There's a game on tonight. I know. Columbus, Ottawa. Are you try are you typing all these down right now? No, I'm t- I'm just uh ty- texting in my group chat and everything. Oh, man. Uh, Dallas is officially done for the so day, according to Eric Angles. I don't know if this was said, but this is from Bob McKenzie a minute ago on Probably the Sammy Votnin trade. Okay. Um, the draft pick and the Votnin trade is a, is conditional on his health and how much he plays. Votnin has been out uh, out the last three weeks, three or four weeks with a leg injury. So that's kind of big for Carolina. Yeah. Um, dude. Because I wonder what you would give up because now you have to worry because he's hurt. You know? Because now you just have to wait for him to come back. Um, But I don't think sure because we didn't really even mention this but uh, we haven't really mentioned it but I don't really think Devin Shore is going to really make or break uh, the Blue Jackets. I still think that's not enough for them to come back. Even though that's probably what I would have suggested them doing is just add another um, kind of depth piece because that's kind of where they made it be. And maybe some scores. Right. Because they are near the bottom of the league of sc- in scoring. So. Because I feel like, in a way, kind of what you felt like, and originally, and maybe my opinion on this will change going forward, um, but I kind of feel like that move for Devin Shore Mm -hmm. is like the Flyers, like you're thinking of when the Flyers went after Nate Thompson just to make a trade. Right. It it is possible because think about, though, for Columbus, literally, they didn't do anything all deadline long. I think they were hoping so much on Botanin, but it just didn't happen. You mean Athanasio? Athanasio, sorry. Yeah. uh, I love how I knew who you're talking about, though. Because Um, he was... Okay. uh, Sonny Milano is heading to Anaheim in part of that Devin Shore trade. Ah, that's probably why they probably... What's it? uh, Derek Grant. Because Chuck Fletcher says he's... Yes. Has been an elite penalty kill- killer. So that's probably why they brought him in. Still nothing on a Parise. Again, it's only it's 3.08 p.m. Trades are so probably rolling in. Uh, <laughs> again. Carolina is just going to Carolina's harder than they've ever Carolined this year. Huh? <laughs> I love it. 
Oh, so th- this is kind of a funny moment earlier today. Uh, so Johnny Gaudreau left the Flames practice early on this day, uh, er- earlier today. He met with the reporters afterwards, and he goes, I had to pee. You got to go when you got to go, man. <laughs> well, I mean, people are freaking out because he changed his header. So. Yeah, right. Which really isn't that big of a deal, and people were freaking out. Yeah, bit. no, I, I even said, I'm like, oh, God, uh, just people getting ready to explode. Again, even the uh, TSN trade board, it says the Devin Shore trade doesn't say what's really coming back. And same as Robin Leonard in the Sammy Vontanen trade, but there's still nothing on Gustafson. No, uh, again, m- maybe it's not happening. We don't know. Uh, also, as expected, the Capitals are officially done According to Stephen Wino, um, they've been done. No, I was done say that, for a little while like now. Like I said, they've been done. Yeah. Oh yeah, you said what the big, uh, Chicago got for Leonard, right? Uh, Wasn't not it? exactly. I, I I have it, but it's not necessarily set in stone. That's that's it. Well, no, it is set in stone. We just don't know the exact right, return. Right. right, that's what I was saying. It's not set in stone. This return on it, but right. what it is. Um, let's see here. Elliot Friedman. So, so Chris Johnson reported it was a second and prospect yeah. package. It was in a package in exchange for Robin Leonard. Uh, I don't know if that's literally it or if there's anything else part of it. We shall see. Um. All right, let's see here, Mike. Nothing's really what been else? updated, so I I doubt it. I'm just seeing what those trades too. Um, right, but again, I just going back to Col- uh, Columbus one more time just to kind of finish that off. Right, sorry, I don't. <laughs> that's not that's not enough for you guys. Even um, though I think that was probably where we would have said is maybe add another depth, but add a depth. Score, because mm-hmm. that's the thing that you're missing. Absolutely, is goal scoring. Because that's the thing to, because if you're playing the Blue Jackets that the Flyers did twice this the last week or whatever, mm-hmm. um, if you're uh, fall behind or playing uh, with a tie, but are playing in their game, they can do really well in shutting you down and sure. taking advantage of it. Sure. But they just don't really have the offense to kind of capitalize in the situations. And if you capitalize early or if they fall early, they just struggle to come back. Because at the moment, even with Cam Atkinson out, and now they actually had another injury too, which you didn't even mention, but because um, it was after the Flyers game. Yeah. Uh, but wow, uh, the uh, official trade for from uh, Pierre LeBrun, uh, first round pick going back in exchange for Brady Shea. That's big for New York. Yeah. The, and and speaking of which, um, that first round pick. Now that I think about it, Carolina is off the board. Yep, there it is. You give a first round pick for Brady Shea? Why? I don't know. He's not. He's not. I'm sorry, he's not that good. Oh, big news here. Joel Farabee will stay with the Phantoms for a while. Per Chuck Fletcher. He said it was his own decision so Farabee can get top get top of the lineup in uh, time in Lehigh Valley. 
he'll carry 12 forwards for now. It was Fletcher's decision, you said? It sounds like yes. Oh. Um, But yeah, I'm not giving up a first-round pick for Brady Shade. Brady no. Shade, no. An S, a K, a J, yeah, not happening. I am surprised, though. I thought this would actually be it, because not that I wouldn't be surprised, but since Fairby is now down and yeah. seeing how well Abe Kubel's played, I actually thought he would be the person that would take his spot. Yeah. But at the moment, it's... um. Um, I'm drawing a blank on names today. I apologize. <laughs> uh, Derek Grant. Yes. I think he's very, uh, he is. And he also said, I still believe he will play still hopeful. Chuck Fletcher on Nolan Patrick. With pretty much a over a month left in the season, and you're yep. still saying you're hopefully going to play. I'm kind of believing he will play. He practices again today. Sure. Um, wow, Carolina has been extremely busy today. Uh, the other thing is is that they have, but I just kind of want to look at their moves again. Just right. Are they enough? I know. Um, Votnin is. A big kind of acquisition, but you don't know when you're going to get him. He's hurt. Right. Um, Shea, I don't think, is the best defenseman. Again, I, I think I think if uh, for Carolina's sake, well, let's look at their defense right now. At the moment, it's Jacob Slavin, Jake Gardner, Brett Pesci, Joel Edmondson, Trevor Van Riemsdyk, uh, and Hayden Fleury. Okay, so this is what that screams out to me. So, slot, um, and then you add Vatanen in there, and now Shea. Yes. So, honestly, and so Dougie Hamilton, who's in the, on right. the IR. And I wonder how different this team would look if they hadn't didn't trade away Justin Falk. Well, I was gonna say, I think honestly, it was a mistake to rid of Falk, but the fact that they got rid of him is a reason why they need to get more defensemen. St. Louis isn't worried. Oh yeah, right. Isn't uh, isn't regretting it. That doesn't really help you with your goaltending situation either. No, uh, and that's why I really thought um, they'd potentially go after um, Leonard or yeah. someone like that. Um, also, Chuck Fletcher said just uh, really quickly on Shane Goss's bear, he likes Ghost. He's skating well. He can still contribute on the power play. Teams did call about him, but there was nothing Fletcher would pursue. He still uh, said Ghost still needs to get his confidence back. Part of group of seven rest of the season. Um, so, again, I like the fact that Fletcher is saying. Which probably means he's not starting tomorrow, but right. he'll, he'll find time to start him. Okay. Uh, the Eric Gustafson trade has been official. It's confirmed. Still waiting the trade call. Just no official word on the return yet. <laughs> Fletcher said it was one of the weakest rental markets in recent memory. Hmm. <laughs> Oh boy! I mean, it really wasn't the best. Uh, get rentals. Minor league trade coming in for the Caps. Nothing with the NHL roster. So, coming in to uh, bolster uh, the AHL Hershey Bears. There, keep that in mind. Whoa! 
Uh, Jake Muzzin, he gets a four-year extension out of everything here. In Toronto? In Toronto. With what money? I, I don't know. That's pretty big there. Especially since I know he is playing. Um, and this is probably why they didn't go after Leonard, because I want to look at Leonard's contract at the moment. He is... Uh, cushion, 5.625 mil for uh, the AAV for uh, yeah. Muzzin. Leonard, yeah, Leonard this year is making five million with the moves Carolina made. At the moment, they have five hundred ninety th- uh, five hundred ninety three thousand in cap space. They wouldn't have been able to take him on without giving up a kind of bigger contract or uh, having the Blackhawks eat some of the contract. Yeah, and even then, they would have had to send someone back. I want to see if. Drager has anything on but the Leonard. Seeing no. how busy some of these teams in the East were, or in the Metro, more, more or less, mm-hmm. it really does show you how kind of competitive it is, and just what the team, what they kind of had to do. What I, even though the Flyers didn't do much, I'm actually, even and with the other teams like the Carolina or the Islanders getting uh, kind of the biggest fish out there, you could argue in Pacho. Yes, I, I really think um, it was. It was a very expensive one, though. Yeah, I. I don't think it hurts the Flyers that they made very minor kind of trades. No, I still think this team for me is either third or first wild card. Hmm. I hope for third, but more realistically, I'll probably first wild card. For right now, it right just now, sounds. Third. Sorry, uh, for right now, it just sounds like Brady Shea just for a first round pick. That's it. That's it. That's what it sounds like. Why are people overpaying? I know it's not. Here's the funny thing. Again, no, it's not, again, I know my it's buddy not Max. Because people always kind of overpay. Yeah. Again, my buddy Max, who's the Rangers fan, who's been complaining all day, he goes complaining all day. <laughs> Well, because um, he's been freaking out about like Kreider, about like at first he wasn't sure if he's gonna get traded. Uh, but he goes because I told him you know first round pick for uh, Shea. He goes, that's it, that's blanking it in all caps. And he goes, I hate Gorton, meaning the GM. So he's not a fan clearly of the trade. No. <laughs> that cracks me up. Uh, Lindblom treatments are going very well per Chuck Fletcher. Still has a long way to go, but the doctors are optimistic. Fantastic news there. Okay. Uh, have the official so, trade for the Votnin deal. Yep. I was just uh, about to say that. Okay. Go ahead. Nope. You, you got it. I don't want to pronounce this guy's name because I know we're going to botch it. Is that why you don't want to announce it? Kokanen? Okay. No, clearly, you can pronounce it. Uh, it's like. I don't know how to pronounce his first name. John? John? John, Jan, Kokanen, and Carolina's second-round pick to New Jersey for Sammy Vatanen. Here's the easy way of finding it. Where is he from? He's from Finland, it looks like. So, yeah. Jan. There you go. Yeah, he's from Finland. There you go. He's only 21. Yeah. I am surprised, though. Even though he is hurt, I kind of thought, just because of how 
or Tommy, yes, uh, was going about some of the earlier trades like Andy Green and uh, yes Blake Coleman. I thought they were he would have gotten a little more for that, and also Kyle Palmieri stays as well. That he one surprised me a bit. Yeah, he was on the trade bait board for a while, but I think he kind of fell in recent. Yes. Um, still no word. It's three twenty. Still, still no, no word, word about Gustafson. Got, uh, well, one Gustafson. T- apparently, it's been confirmed, just not with the dealers. But also, more importantly, I think the Parisi and uh, Andrew Latry. That's not been confirmed yet. Mm-hmm. Um. So the latest picks within the last forty minutes or so, it's been. Derek Forbert from Calgary to sorry uh, to Calgary from LA for a fourth round pick. Dominic Cahoon to Buffalo for Conchiri and Evan Rodriguez. Emil Juice for to Florida for a sixth round pick to Dallas. John Kokonen in a second round pick uh, to Sammy Vatanen, Carolina still to be decided. Robin Leonard to the Vegas Golden Knights uh, from the Chicago Blackhawks. Devin Shore we announced that trade. It was Shore. To Columbus, and I forget the return there. I know we announced it though. Um, let me see if if I update this. Hopefully, yeah. TSN still doesn't have it. Um, I know someone said it. I forget who. Someone, someone definitely. Uh, Sonny Milano. Yeah. And uh, the most recent trade, Brady Shea for a first round pick. Just to, kind of to Carolina. Just kind of getting everyone caught up there of what just kind of happened the last. Not even 20 minutes or so. Yes. Um, but yeah, honestly, I think Carolina is really going after that cup because they got a taste of the conference finals, let alone just playoffs last year. Uh, oh, Louis Domingue to the Canucks. Yeah, he was kind of rumored. Which is an interesting one. Second time this year? Yeah. And again, uh, the Devils clearly, I guess, aren't done. Uh, so as they just announced, Louis Domingue to Vancouver. Man, this has been a wild Does that mean day. Corey Schneider's back for good. Maybe because <laughs> at the moment it's Mackenzie Blackwood and Corey Schneider again. Yeah, with Domingue gone. Yeah, but and and uh, Vancouver just adds adds goal signing depth. Mm-hmm. Um, just wow, what a busy day this has been already, Mike. Uh, so. Let's try to slow things down a little bit if we can here. But they didn't really need it because they had Jacob Markstrom and Thatcher Thatcher Demko. Demko. Right. But I guess it's in case someone either gets cold or in case someone gets hurt. Yeah. I think at the moment he's going to go to the minors. But here's the crazier part, too, that I think starts after the deadline. Isn't there only a certain amount of call-ups you can make now? Honestly, I don't even know. I remember there's some kind of thing like that. I don't know if they changed it this year or not, but... Um, still pending the official trade call, but once finalized, hearing that the Sharks will get, in fact, a first-round pick in the Barkley-Goodrow trade, huh. according to Pierre Lebron. What do you know? What do you think, out of all the moves announced today so far, has been the most underrated trade? Underrated? M- meaning, like, they got him for pretty much not only a steal, but it makes sense for the team that got him. And it's just a good deal. You can argue Vatanen. 
Yeah. I think I he's kind of worth the second round pick. The only question of that is just his um, injury mm-hmm. and when he would come back. Um, not Shiri and not Rodriguez. No. That's not that's not underrated. No. I don't think that really helps much either. Um, <coughs> the more I see it, the Athena-CU trade, actually, I don't mind. I, I like that for, I honestly, like, both teams. I like it for... So, Athena-CU gets a shot with, you know, a playoff contending team. Yeah. He's going to be on the line with McDavid. And I'm guessing I, they... I add, think. My guess is, is to get Kuffner, they had to add in another pick or Sam Gagne. Sure. I, I, honestly, I'd imagine... Well, I don't know what Kuffner's like, but I'd imagine that's why they threw know. in Gagne. Yeah, I don't know. Because I th- originally, I thought the deal was two second-round picks for Athenaseo, but then Kuffner and Gagne were tossed in. If you're asking me, though, quickly... Yes. Even though there's still trades kind of trickling in. Right. Um, who I think won the trade deadline, you could argue, or... Yeah, no, l- let's do that. Who, um, who do you think won it so far? I guess you can make an argument for Carolina. That's what I was really thinking. Um, Islanders, just because they got the biggest fish, but the fish they got was too much. And then, then with that fish, they did give him an extension. Mm-hmm. Did we mention that? Oh, we did not. Um, we did not. So... He signed a six-year, $30 million contract that takes effect next year, uh, five mil a year. So wow. five mil for each year, six times five equals 30. All right, good math, Whitmer. Yep. Easy math. <laughs> the thing I will say about this is that both the Islanders, even though it's only one kind of move, mm-hmm. and if they, I guess if they do get Parise, even yeah. though it to me, it seems less and less likely. Twenty-six, but it's less still li- possible. That's still possible. I think it's less and less likely now. Mm-hmm. Um, again, it, there's more. Of, that's not even just that headache of contract. It's also the he has five more years for Parisi. Right. So the there's a only lot to thing kind that of would make sense would be because they're not getting rid of any other top yeah. four people there. Lee, Nelson, Eberle, Bailey. They're not getting something rid of that might help push this along. It's been announced by Lou Lamoureux that Kiefer Bellows is going back to Bridgeport, but Andrew Ladd will be up with the Islanders for the rest of the year. So I don't know if officially a trade's happening and just hasn't been announced yet, or it's not done and it's just, it won't happen. Maybe. But um, I just don't get Maybe it's just because I don't get Lumer, uh, Lou's kind of uh, GM style. Mm-hmm. Did he mention the uh, tra- the Sharks and Bolts? Um, it's it's a first round pick. It's a first round pick they in this trade. Um, however, we just don't know what year and if that's the only thing going. That's still a very steep price to pay for. But this is just from Goodrow. sorry. This is just from Frank Cervelli, like two minutes ago. Uh, just a recoup. The first round pick they didn't have from the trade with the Bolts for Goudreau, who began the deadline period with two the uh, 
with two of their own and Colo uh, Canucks now have none. Honestly, I really think just like with the Coleman trade that Tampa Bay overpaid. I really think they overpaid. I love Barkley Goodrow, but they overpaid for him. I don't mind Blake Coleman. They 100% overpaid for him. You can't give up a top prospect and first round pick Coleman. You I don't know the exact trade, but you can't uh, you know, Barkley Goodrow nets a um, first round pick. Breaking news: the Parisi for Lad swap has did not happen. Yeah, so that will they're still on the respective teams. Did he mention the trade for Deming? Zane McIntyre. They gone. trade Zane Mac. Really? Yeah. Wow. Zane McIntyre. He's a. Very young, good goalie. Uh, I don't know exactly his age. He's more so an a um, AHL goalie. Uh, all right, he's 27. He was in the Providence Bruins organization. Um, so that's a goalie for goalie deal right there. Zane McIntyre going to the Devils. Louis Domingue going to the Canucks. I like this trade better for the Devils. Although Domingue has the experience and everything, McIntyre, he's a good depth goaltender. Uh, he was lights out during the 2017 Color Cup playoffs uh, for the Providence Bruins. I think he is a good, good goalie. Uh, wish them both best of luck, though. But uh, we'll see what else happens, though. Mm-hmm. Um, numbers update, uh, Gagne is wearing 89 in Edmonton. I'm sorry, um, in, uh, Detroit. No Red Wing has ever worn that number before, so that'd be fun. Uh, there was a, a number update for, uh, uh, Derek Grant. He'll wear number 38. So here's, this is just from Patrick Johnston. Yes. Uh, a source tells me Canucks trading for Louis Domingue is because concerns over a knee problem for Jacob Markstrom. Oh, that's big there. So I'd assume that um, I I would really assume that uh, Thatcher Demko gets a majority of the trades. Or, pff, trades. Wow, I'm all over the uh, uh, place here. Gets a majority of the starts um, or trades. <laughs> or trades. By the way, something interesting here. Uh, Robin Leonard about an hour ago tweeted out, "Nice calm day in St. Louis. Anything special going on today?" Twitter. With a panda and a uh, smile, uh, the uh, sunglasses smiling face emoji. So clearly, he knew something was happening, and he kind of tipped. Or off he was just enjoying enjoying his day. It's possible. Uh, apparently, so according to Frank Cervelli, he just tweeted out this: Why do the Bolts trade first round picks for Coleman and Goudreau? It's all about money. Goudreau nine hundred twenty. 925,000 Coleman 1.8 mil or both signed for the next year on cheap deals and have another cap crunch summer. So that's not a bad thought. Yeah. But the fact again you gave up first round picks for both of them, I don't think that's worth it. No, but the Sharks desperately needed a first round pick. They did. Uh because their first round pick is probably going to be a top 5 pick. They Easily top they 10. They didn't have one. 
Well, no, no, I'm saying like the the one that they traded to Ottawa is going to be one. Yeah. And then they had to get one back because right. of that. So because even before this is be, this is before that trade was happening because they only had one, two, three, seven picks. Two in the second round, one third, two five, two into seven. Didn't have a first, fourth, or a sixth. For a team that's struggling, and at the moment seemed like they were kind of not really tanking, but yeah, shut down uh, Carlson because yeah. And Couture. Couture's hurt, too. Which just makes me think the Flyers are going to lose tomorrow. Well, So, Charlie just tweeted out an interesting point. The Flyers, he, the, the moves that the Philly made today made them deeper when it comes to the NHL caliber um, talent, and the cost wasn't high. He does worry that the lineup they'll be dressing tomorrow is actually a downgrade over the one they used on Saturday, even if he does think it will be optimized by season end. Which I think he's right. Yeah. I think that the team that they had Saturday was the best that they would get. Mm-hmm. Now, they did get much more depth, playoff veteran experience, but one of them being 35, the other 29. The The thing is, though, they didn't give up much, which I'm thrilled. No, they they gave, gave up, up. They gave up middle round draft. Exactly. A fourth round pick this year, a fifth round pick next year, and a prospect who's AHL at best. Yeah. But I will say this. This is from Sean Ruddles a minute ago. Uh, Shover Dayoff says Bufflin decided at some point not to play hockey this e- this year, and that qu- uh, quashed any potential deals. Says the potential to trade Bufflin remains open. So I don't know. I'm assuming just maybe this he want to take a full year off for Bufflin, maybe, and maybe next year kind of remains open. So maybe that's why, or maybe they just don't want to deal with the headache of Bufflin anymore. I I think it's kind of that honestly. Because I think Yeah, Bufflin's playing through next year, so Yeah. Yeah. So maybe Yeah, maybe they just don't want to deal with that headache next year too, so if anyone wants to take it for cap reasons. That's the only reason yeah. why I could see them going after Bufflin. But even then, that's like, what, seventh-round pick at most? Yeah. Uh, Devils entered today with four UFAs on their roster. They traded three of them. They traded Simmons, Votnin, and Deming. The only one remaining is UFA Kevin Rooney. Mm-hmm. Also, this, too, for Tampa Bay. I think it's like kind of similar to when um, they traded for Coleman. Their first-round pick... Because they're probably going to go far in the playoffs. It's, they could. Right. After last year, they got swept, so I can't make any... Uh, can't be positive on that one, but... They have a good chance of going far, I'll say that. So, that means their first-round pick isn't going to be that really valuable because it's just going to be in the end of the first round. So, maybe that's why they're okay yeah. with parting with it. Because you could argue maybe it's more like a second round than a first round, even though it's a first round. Right. But even with that, I think Santa said just said, we're without a first round, let's just take it. Right. It's, hey, it's, again, I, I and from what I've heard, where sh- this is a relatively deep draft class. It's a relatively deep draft class, and Santa said at the moment, even though they didn't want to right now, do kind of have to start focusing on the rebuild. Sure. Even with how close they kind of got to the play- to 
or far in the playoffs and everything. So, which is um, what you're seeing. What the Sharks are doing is what I thought. What I think they should. What the Ducks are doing, and even the Kings. Yeah, I guess it was more so earlier because they got a fourth round pick for uh, mm-hmm. Derek Forbert that we mentioned earlier. And then, obviously, earlier this week, there was the Toffoli trade and Alec Martinez. That was a big one. Those were the two big pieces they and had. And Martinez has been doing exceptionally well in Vegas. He scored another goal last night. Mm-hmm. For L.A. now, they have they have 11 picks this year for L.A. Really? That's pretty impressive. One in the first, three in the second, two in the third, two in the fourth, and then one for the remaining three rounds. I don't know if you could take a look. To, I mean, it would be kind of difficult, just or it would be more so time-consuming. Besides Ottawa, who? What other team this year probably has the most amount of picks? Um, how many did we say Detroit had? Uh, Detroit, I uh, can bring them up right now. They have uh, lo- they wow, have they have a lot. They had a fl- they have less than uh, LA does though. They have ten. They have a first, three seconds, two thirds, a f- conditional fourth, which can become a third if Mike Green plays in half the games and the Oilers advance to the conference finals. So that's almost unlikely. You never mm-hmm. know though. Uh, and their fifth, sixth, seventh. The Ducks could probably still use some uh, picks. They only got six. It's 3.37. Apparently, Pierre LeBron tweeted out, he does not think the Habs are done yet. My God. Have the Dubs, Habs done anything? Yes. Um, for Montreal, they traded a little bit. Um, oh, Nate Thompson. Who am I talking about? N- yeah. Nate, right, Nate Thompson. They traded Matthew Pekka oh, for yeah, and Aaron Lichuk in the seventh-round pick. They traded Kovalchuk. Um, I want to say that's really and then it. Phil Veroni, Riley Barber. That was just earlier this Minor week. Minor trades, yes. Yeah. Oh, and Marco Scandella to the Blues. Oh, I forgot about that one. Yeah, that's a good one to keep in mind. But on the teams that were kind of um, selling or whatever, who do you think came out of this the best? Honestly, Ottawa. Yeah. They got but they a already had boatload of draft picks. They already had it before this, too. but Right. Which is why they were okay with sending away a seventh-round pick. Sure. Um, but so right now— uh, Oh, I didn't realize Bobby Ryan came back. Yeah, he did. So keep in mind, ready for this, Mike? In the first two rounds, the Senators have seven picks. First three rounds, they have nine. By the fifth round, entering the fifth round— they have 11. They have 13 total this year. That means they have 9 next year because they have 22 total in the next two drafts. They have f- three first-round picks, four second-round picks. So, honestly, I think new uh, the Ottawa Senators, well, uh, what they would do, they're going to have two top 10 picks between their pick and this Sharks pick. And they could honestly trade up uh, tra- trade the Islanders pick for something else. Um, Here, I actually will counter that with this. Okay, I love counters. Even though they, and this is hap- this obviously happened earlier in the week. The Devils have three first round picks. That that's a big one, yeah. 
Which obviously Ottawa does too, and then they have four second round picks. The Devils are without a second or third round pick, so kind of confused. They probably they probably were asking for a second or third round pick for say like Paul Mary or something, but just didn't right. happen. And maybe the mm, I don't think this is updated through the trades either because they no, they're not. Cat finally tweeted out saying that uh, they're mostly waiting on trades to be confirmed. Yeah. Um, I only said that because the Vatnin or not. Um, No, they did get a second round pick. Sorry, the for Sammy Vatanen. Yes, so they actually have ten picks. No, sorry, I have to do that math again. They have nine picks this year: three firsts and a second, then two fours, and then one fifth, sixth, and seventh. And then they have eight picks in both 2021 and 2022. Yeah. Um, man. This I is think the underdog on all this, honestly, even though they had the amount of um, two kind of bigger pieces out there that teams were looking for, Toffoli and mm-hmm. um, Martinez, um, is LA, obviously. Sure. Uh, looking at those... They have 11 picks this year LA? for LA. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, looking... Because uh, they also, remember, they, say they traded Derek Forbert for a fourth And then they have nine next today. year and then all seven That's pretty good. in 2022. Uh, for LA, though, I like their odds uh, at rebuilding the future. Mm-hmm. They got two second-round picks for Alec Martinez. Not a bad and return. even if you have to kind of, s- kind of suck it a little bit and yeah. kind of have to deal with doubt, uh, struggling, or... Down the road, mm-hmm. Dowdy and Kopitar, because no one's going to want 10 or yeah. 11 million, even with how good those guys are, even quick, you can argue. Right. But those guys can teach the younger guys. Yes. They can be the leaders that they're supposed they to be. They also got rid of, remember. I've seen no Jeff Carter trade either. R- even though right. I think he was only really rumored with Philadelphia. Right, which honestly I'm kind of happy with. I'm happy with, but because I was only thinking it was only Philadelphia and only like a small rumor, because even if you look at the trade tracker, Jeff Carter was never on that list. No, he so wasn't. I think it was a very slim chance he was going to get traded. But to be fair, there wasn't really... Well, a trade tracker or a trade bait trade list? Trade tracker. Or a trade bait list, sorry. Okay. Um, uh, it's not trade tracker. If it was trade tracker, he would have been traded. Right. Um, but... Yeah, because again, looking at the trade bait list... Has there been any update on the... Uh, there hasn't Gustafson been many, trade. No, I have. It, it's only really middle. So here's the potential numbers because I just see it now because the Flyers. Um, there's an article I'm assuming from uh, Bill Meltzer. Um, mm-hmm. It just has pictures. 44 for Thompson and 38 for uh, Derek Grant. So those 44 could be for Thompson. Yeah, he can't have Keeman team in his number. I know, but that's the number he had in Montreal. So yeah, well, whatever. So either his number is going to be in the 40s and late. High thirties for, yeah. Grant. Uh, it sounds like the Sabers are done for the day. Uh, Jason Botrill will talk to media around four p.m. Eastern time. So the next fifteen minutes. I 
I still don't I The Rangers are a question mark for me. Because if I was the Rangers, yeah. And this is just me. I maybe would have traded away Chris Carter. Probably. I know you're doing better at the moment. But you're still more than likely than not going to make the playoffs. Again, I, I was trying to tell this to the guys earlier. They have they 70 have points picks. right now. They have nine picks. Nine picks. Year. Three of them are first-round picks, right? Or no, I'm sorry. Three of them seventh-round picks. Sorry. Um, no, I'm thinking of the Devils with the three first-round picks. Yeah, we're talking about the team across the— Yes. <laughs> not Wrong Newark. One. Wrong one. Yeah. Uh, but no, uh, I the really one think that—again, I was trying to tell these guys earlier, um, the the guys in my group chat, uh, hockey group chat. So the Rangers, they currently sit with 70 points right now, right, Mike? Yeah. And looking at the standings, which includes the wild card. They're um, only four They points are back. fourth spot—they're— uh, they, Four points back from wild card, which is shocking. No, shockingly, honest. mathematically, they aren't out of it. No. But those teams ahead of them are at 99, 100-point yeah. pace. Rangers are 8-2-0 so, in their last 10, winning three in a row. So that, that's pretty dang good for them. But again— But if you look at the teams ahead of them— Right. 6-3-1 Carolina. 5-5. Five, 5-500, five, 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 yeah. but they won their last two for the Islanders. Uh, 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 Columbus. Columbus is going to just fall off because they— Acquired nobody, and both those two teams in the wild card was the most aggressive you could argue. And Washington or in the Metro. Finally, we have a report on Eric Gustafson. He's going to the Flames for a third round pick. All right. God, that took a while. Um. All right. So, kind of continue looking at standings though. So, my big thing is there could be a for the uh. Be, just let alone in the East, you have to have a minimum of 92 points to make the playoffs. Minimum. Honestly, maybe even 95 points. I think there's a strong possibility a team could have close to 98, almost 100 points and still make the, miss the playoffs in the East. Yeah. That's how good the East is, but Metro. more specifically, that's how good the Metropolitan Division is. It's mostly the Metro. Outside of the first two and the Atlantic, it's, true. it's kind of a toss-up. The Maple Leafs lost to a uh, Zamboni driver. <laughs> but still, and it's for the Flyers' sake, not that I think they'll get it at all, but they arguably still have a chance. This is what I'll say to the Rangers fans, that I'll say to the Flyers fans. You have just as much of a chance to make the playoffs as the Flyers do have taken the Metro. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty accurate. Because the Capitals have 82 points. The Flyers have 77 points. They're only three points off from... Wait, who's 82? Washington. Oh, sorry. sorry I, I don't even know who I thought. Yeah, but anyway. Sorry, go ahead. 82 for Washington. Yes. And only three points back from that is Pittsburgh with 80. So five points from first, which we're actually a point back from there. And you guys are four points back from just getting in. Right. I don't think either are going to happen. You have a chance yep. of getting it. You have a mathematical chance of getting it. Do yeah. I think it's going to happen? No. no, definitely not. Because I'm. They didn't do. I'm more. <laughs> as much as I would love that to happen, I am more kind of realistic in my thinking on these things. So. Right. And even with a uh, Capitals and a Penguins team that are kind of struggling, five, four, and one for the Penguins losing the last three. Mm-hmm. Capitals three, six, and one. 
the last ten. Fly, uh, Penguins five four and one, losing three in a row. And, and the, the Flyers, Flyers they've won three in a row, and yeah. they're seven three and zero. And I still don't think they'll get it. No. So I really think that the Flyers, they're going to. So at absolute best, I think they'll be where they are now. Exactly. Third in the Metro. So third in the Metro. If not worse, first wild card. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. They'll probably end. I think so. Um, I think it's it's no longer me doubting that I make the playoffs. It's just where they're going to be. Exactly. I think the biggest question is, could they potentially pass either a Washington or Pittsburgh and sneak into that second spot? Because then that means they would host a playoff series. Yeah, which would be amazing. And for the against Pittsburgh, for example, this season it's been the home team that's won it. So. Each time, so that's actually huge. And all these, this is why I think Columbus, or I've mentioned Columbus being out of it for a while now, but. And Columbus lost again in their last game. Yeah. They lost for what? Granite, overtime loss, but it's still a loss. You got a point. Technically, in the last two games, you got two points. Congratulations. Hmm. But the team ahead of you is added a lot of pieces to stay either where they are to try to jump a little bit. New York, they just resigned uh, Kreider. That's about it. They didn't really add anything for me to say, sure. Maybe they can steal a spot, but... Um. Well, we interesting trade. This will be the biggest thing, and we'll probably talk about it more when we get on the podcast. When we podcast next, which I think is Wednesday, I think we agreed on, right? Yeah. Um, when we're going to talk more league wise and that way, all these yeah. kinds kind of things uh, settle down and everything. Well, we, but I think it's honestly w- we have another trade to announce. I don't know who who this is. Was Brandon Davidson? He's going to San Jose. So I don't know if that's part of the Barkley Goodrow trade. Or if it's just a, a, another additional trade. I don't know who that is, but uh, a very late trade to announce. 3.50 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, yeah. But. Well, seeing how he plays for Calgary. Oh, he's on Calgary. Like, like I said, I didn't even he's know He's a that. defenseman. Interesting. Calgary. He's twenty eight, only seven hundred thousand. We got seventeen assists. Or sorry, he is in the AHL. Okay, so that's a minor league trade. Uh, Anaheim and Nashville making a late trade. Irwin and a pick. Or Holzer or for Holzer, or Holzer pick or Holzer. Slava Demin, Vegas's fourth rounder in 2018. No place in. For who? Uh, he's part of the Leonard trade and is now heading to Chicago. Okay. Up oh, I from Frank Cervera. Yeah. Yep. I I will also say this. Where do you put? And we'll probably I'll bring this up again. And we'll both bring this up again. Yeah. Just to have it settle in for a couple of days or whatever. The Islanders. They added Pajot. 
that's kind of really it. Unless I've added someone else I'm blanking on. Um, Ooh. Uh, and they added Andy Green if you want to put him in there. But eh, not much. Um, yeah, but there's big reason why Vancouver is active in getting uh Domingue, obviously with Markstrom. He is being reported. He could be out anywhere from three to four weeks yeah. with that knee injury. Yeah, but I, yeah. I don't know how long he was out for. I just saw the tweet saying it was a knee issue that he was dealing with. Um, but where would you put the Islanders now versus where they were before? Um, so it's right, obviously an right improvement. now they're in the first it's obviously improvement, spot. But right, it's obviously and an we'll come back to this, obviously, because tomorrow alone. Oh God. Uh, well, tomorrow alone you'll see most of these teams in action. Right, including uh, Pajot uh, and uh, the uh, obviously the Islanders. Mm-hmm. But I so right now the Islanders they sit and a potential first, first at the moment a potential first round matchup. Yeah, Toronto's and Tampa Bay. That would be interesting. So uh, the Islanders they're first in the uh, wild card spot. This is a big game for them. If they win in regular, well, in, yeah, it's it, it, sorry. If they just win, they are ahead of Philly. If they don't win in against San Jose, yes. Um, I expect them to win this kind of game. These uh, against these kind of teams, you Sam kind is, of expect to win. Who are you talking about, Flyers or uh, the Islanders? Oh, here's the other thing too. The Islanders are also playing the Rangers, who we just mentioned, kind of hot. Yeah. So. So that that could be a, that's a a big one there. It's a big one, but you can also argue good or bad because. Even though right. I don't think they're going to make it, they you have to put them in the argument now of potentially making the playoffs. So, and yeah. the Flyers do play them after the Sharks twice. Yeah, that's going to be the big test for the Rangers. If the Rangers can keep their own against the Islanders and the Flyers, sure, maybe my opinion on that would change. If not, you're not making it. Right. That's that's exactly what the. Blue Jackets went through with the Flyers last week. You lost both those games. You're pretty much done. Right. You're mathematically still in, in it. But, but realistically, you're out. You're out, yeah. Um, I really think... So kind of going back to the, the Islanders question that you're asking, Mike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, again, they're first in the wild card right now in the East. Pajot's a good half. Pajot sure. is a good, good acquisition. He gave up a lot. But he's a good acquisition. They, they also re-signed him to like yeah. a six-year deal. Um, and then they tried, or maybe were asking for Cruz. A I don't know what happened there. But. Uh, something clearly. Uh, I think what it came down to is they ag- they could agree on what they wanted, but, but it was just, more so actual term. Yeah. Because look at you know it, it was retained yeah, we've salary type yeah. of thing. We've already mentioned it many times so far. Uh, just the contract. Re- the other Montreal deal, Nick Cousins goes to the, the Vegas Golden Knights. Matt Irwin was also on that list too. He's now yes, traded. Yes, Ir- Irwin was the one I uh, mentioned. Um, as part of the Anaheim Nashville deal. I'm sorry, I forget what you said about the update on uh, Gustafson. Oh, he went to Calgary for a third round pick. Okay, it just hasn't been. Yeah, no, here yet. Th- things have been a little slow. <laughs> so yeah, clearly, because on here it shows the 
Barkley Gaudreau. This is on TSN's trade tracker. Okay, and then it shows the Matt Irwin trade. Yeah. So uh, also we have an official trade for the Vegas Golden Knights Blackhawks deal. It's Malcolm Subban, uh, a second round pick and prospect Slava Demon for Robin Leonard. Mm-hmm. Uh, Demon is a defenseman. The let's see here. Uh, there's Louis Domingue for Zane McIntyre, first round pick for Barkley Gaudreau. Uh, Holzer for Matt Irwin, straight up one for one. It's uh, for Nashville Anaheim. I think there's a team we're missing here. Travis Jost brings up a good point because he thought the teams that did well were at Edmonton, Vegas, and Ottawa. Yeah. Vegas. Oh, my gosh, yes. Vegas was ridiculous. It's not even S- just that they got Leonard. They got Martinez. Al Martinez, who's been... For Vegas already, he scored, I think, two, three, four goals already for them. And he's producing more points this year with Vegas than he almost has all year long with L.A. Mm-hmm. The Vegas Golden Knights have hit monster home runs, and they just continue. This one, they hit a grand slam. They get Robin Leonard for, honestly. Yeah, so far, in three games, he has four points, three go- two goals, two assists. Exactly. I'm not going to lie. For Vegas. Alec Martinez. The fact that they got Robin Leonard in exchange for Malcolm Subban, a second-round pick, and a prospect, and Subban's that's actually, not bad. Subban's actually a good backup, too. He is, yes. So that's not bad for the Chicago's also, sake. Also, Vegas, Chuck, they get more depth than Nick Cousins. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, this is... A, and maybe now Ryan Reeves will not be in the lineup. Yep. Maybe that officially puts him out of the lineup. He's making way too much for it. Garbage, uh, yeah. garbage can on the ice. This is an interesting one. Christian Juice from the Caps are trading him to the Ducks pending a trade call. Hmm. Like I said, it's three fifty-eight p.m. Eastern and time. Not More even trades a couple are... seconds later. Whoa! This is, so Juice for Daniel Sprong. Yeah. Good trade there. I think that's honestly an even trade. So Sprong comes back to the Metro. Because remember, he was uh, part of originally uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins organization. He's in their minors. Right, but still, he's he has played for the Anaheim Ducks before. For the one here was there, yeah. For, well, he saw, he's split time. He's right. played 47 games in the uh, for the Ducks. I really think he has Actually, an no, NHL sorry. potential. Sorry, sorry, sorry. That was last year. Yeah. Because he was traded halfway through last year, and he put up 19 points, 14 goals, 5 assists. This year, he spent most of his career in the AHL. Yeah. So, I don't know. He's only 22, so I, don't, I think they're just going to keep him in the minors for now. But at the same time, let's look at Juice. Um, so in the past, uh, someone tweeted this out in the past eight months regarding the Rangers, they've sent the Hurricanes two second round picks, Joey Keane and Brady Shea for Adam Fox, Julian Gauthier, and a 2020 first round pick. Man, the Ducks are honestly very active today. There he is. Uh, 
Yeah, that's a minor league deal. Just for that's you're right. That's a fair deal. I think they're that's both going to st- they're both going to stay in the minors. That's right. a minor league deal. It, but not only th- yeah, because uh, if you look at where because Juice is now was in the minors again for the Ducks and same with Sprong. So that's what I meant to bring up with Juice. Yeah. Oh man, how old was he? Man, th- this is such an insane day. It, it's it, the crazy thing is it's technically not even over yet. Juice is twenty five. His trades are still rolling in, right? Juice is rather young still. Yeah, Apparently, the Canadians still that... have a deal going through the trade queue. I don't know if this is the Nick Cousins one or another one. Who? Uh, the Canadians. So stay tuned. Uh, the Habs could still be very, very active. I don't know how trades an hour after it ended. are rolling an hour after the deadline. It's unreal. But now I, re- I really like what's going on so far. That This has been such an exceptional day. Um, <laughs> get tangled up there. Um Oh, there goes your mic, man. You're having a lot of problems. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the official trade for the Hurricanes, though, uh, with the Devils, it's Frederick Clayson, John Kukkonen, conditional fourth-round pick that can turn into a third for Sammy Votnin. That was just, again, uh, reiterated. Uh, official uh, updated trade, though, for that. Uh, man, these are some crazy, crazy trades here, Mike. Yeah, but I will agree with Chuck Fletcher when he said there's if you're looking for a guy that's going to be your rental, there's not a great... There's not a lot out there, There right. wasn't a great amount that was out there. Right. And even though most of these moves, you could say... Most of these moves are death moves. And I think they... Sure. Outside of, like I said, with Vegas, I think that's kind of huge, especially you kind of relieve some pressure off of yep. Flurry now. I think... Well, how much, though? Because... You have you acquired Robin Leonard, and the way he's been playing, and now he comes to a powerhouse team in Vegas. Yeah, they're both going to want some good minutes. But oh yeah, I'm just saying, going down the road, it's that good thing. Oh, oh I got them. you. Now. I got you. Yeah. yeah. Um. But none see. of these moves, other than like I said, like Vegas, you could argue or whatever, or even Edmonton, maybe just to. Maybe solidify that second spot in the Pacific. Yep. None of them are really one of those moves from like this could take a team to the next next right. level. Um, the only one I can really say, I mean, you can make arguments tough. for maybe the Islanders or Hurricanes, but even then, I don't know. You can make arguments for the Isles, Hurricanes, and oh, Avalanche Vegas. too. Because they got Nemestikov. That's right. That, that's a big one. And honestly, for what, fourth round pick? Yep. That's not bad. That's really not bad. Because uh, that's the one thing about the deadline is it's, it is a lot of, at least lately, mm-hmm. it's a lot of depth uh, guys you're trading for. You might, And you'll see a guy like Peugeot or like the big fish that are out there. Like, okay, this could be uh, a guy we can go after, hopefully. And then it's just kind of more... At least the higher end depth players sure. like a Peugeot. But it is mostly just a depth, either forward, defenseman, or even eventually, or sometimes a very reliable goaltender like Robin Leonard. 
Yeah. Or Malcolm Subban, because he's also one. He he's is. Only no, 20 he's si- really grown into a solid. He's solid. also only twenty six too. So. Yeah, he's really grown into a solid goalie for them. Mm-hmm. It's his third team too. He started with the Bruins. Yeah, which is nuts. Uh, I really thought he held his own in uh, in Vegas. He yeah, did I think so. Very well. I thought um, so too. He'll get a good shot here. Mm-hmm. Um. It's, yeah, I get he's gone from one cup winner to another cup winner. Mm-hmm. So, sure, at least learning from he went from Flurry to Crawford. Even though Crawford isn't the same goalie, he still could be a leader to him. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, but eh, I'm assuming now they're probably going to resign him. So, I I unless imagine bring so. Leonard, after giving up someone like Leonard, unless, yeah, unless it's they give Leonard they uh, Blackhawks resign him, mm-hmm. unless they're comfortable with Subban because I think he's also RFA. Um, we can check that, but. Yeah, we'll he's an RFA. Okay. So it didn't really change much other than you have the rights to him. Mm-hmm. Um, Phillies won. Yeah, they did. 8-7. There's four home runs in that, in that game. One of them, Mickey Moniak, which I'm very yep. happy with. Yeah, All if right. I had to say teams that I'd say are winners or teams I think did the best, you could argue. Certainly not, Vegas. Out of not just today, but overall. Right. Certainly um, Vegas. Vegas, Edmonton, and Ottawa. I'm with Travis Yost on this one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think Carolina did – they did get some depth on the de- uh, defense – just a matter of when he can get Botman actually playing. That's where you're, That's where the pr- trouble is for them. Yes. Because that's what most of these teams are trading for because it is crunch time, so most of these teams are going to be next man up. And Maybe. I doubt it, but hmm. just... Just being hopefully hopeful on the Flyers' moves. Maybe it's something like the Flyers did getting Niskanen and Braun. Yep. <coughs> where it's not really that flashy or anything, but maybe it's something. Yeah, no, I feel like Thompson's going to be more like a Braun. And who knows, maybe uh, Grant could be more like Kevin Hayes, where he surprises everyone. I, I really think Grant is going to be an underrated move yeah, for Chuck Grant's, Fletcher here. I think Grant's probably the better move. Or pick better pick up here, but uh, I like Grant again more than uh, Thompson. Thompson, thank you. Uh, also, Nick Cousins, the Vegas is still pending the official trade call. Nothing official yet, but the Habs will get a pick in return. I'd imagine a relatively later pick. Yeah, it's just Nick Cousins. All right, Mike. Uh, so. Kind of going back now on all the trades that's been happening. Mm-hmm. Um, let's, because again, a lot has happened. We said winners. Let's go losers. All right, losers. I'm also saying the New York Islanders. They gave up too much. For yeah, JG Pazzo. They're losers going forward. Yes, they put. Even though they were hoping for Prezi didn't get it, they were obviously making moves to 
potentially make a run for this year. Yes, even though I doubt it. Fun, uh, fun prediction, though. I think we'll see the Parisi and uh, Lad trade at the draft. Maybe. Maybe. That's my prediction. Uh, but going back to the Islanders, though, here. Um, well, well, you know what? Let's do this. Let, let's start with the Islanders because we're obviously already on the topic. Do you want to kind of go, kind of go division by division? Sure. Kind of like how we do with uh, breaking down each exactly. division during the offseason. So yeah. since we're talking about the Metro. Let's, let's and that's the, that was the, the kind of. The, the, the biggest and busiest division. So let's start with the Islanders because we're already on the topic here. Both them in the Pacific. Right. J.J. Paggio for the New York Islander to the New York Islanders in exchange for a 2020 conditional first round pick, a 2020 second round pick. By the way, that is not a conditional pick. I found out and a 2022 conditional third round pick for Ottawa. Um, I like what they got in Paggio. I love the fact that they got him, uh, you know, extended him and everything. I think that's great for the organization. However, so they won there because of that, but they lost because they gave up a first, second, and third. And that's the only thing they did. That's the only thing that they did. They tried to get Parisi. That fell through. Um, so the conditions on the first and third aren't going to happen. The conditional first round pick is 2020 first round pick shifts to 2021. If the Islanders pick is the top three this year. Fourth round pick for Nick Cousins. That, that's a pretty good trade if, if I'm uh, Montreal. Yeah. I was like second and fifth, but fourth round pick's pretty good. Um, the 2022 third round pick will only transfer to the centers if the okay so so really it's a first and second round pick for JG Pajot then because unless I'm missing something here because it says the 2022 third round pick will only transfer to the Sens if the Isles win the cup this year so does that mean it's really going to be a first and second round pick? If that's the case, then they didn't, I guess, overpay as much as I thought. They still did. I still think they did. Okay. Because I'm just trying to figure out how how that would work, though, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, let's see here. Because the first one, it's not going to shift to a 2021 first round pick because they're not going to get a top three pick. Right. And the Islanders aren't winning a Stanley Cup. No. Uh, so there was that one. Uh, for the Islanders continuing with them there, I that's the only oh, that was only one tra- trade that's that they the made. That's they really did. Um, and Andy Green, if you want to put it throughout the whole kind They of gave up a second round pick for him. I'm not impressed with that. And David Quinville. Even though, yeah. yeah, it's, it's yeah. not much. Uh, so moving forward with the Islanders, you said this will hurt them, right? Going forward, going like forward, right? Like ball. I said, going forward, uh, with and where they're at right now. It's also because I'm probably not the best person to ask this because I'm not the biggest supporter in what Oliver yeah. Morello is doing in uh, New York. Right. Um, case in point, um, I don't know if it changes now, but if Lada is over, um, uh. Hmm. Uh, Kiefer Bellows. Gotcha. If he is over, that's just my thing. It's a 
for they don't. Tr- oh, gotcha. I don't like what where they put fo- put their focus on. Uh, Columbus has made a last minute trade. Oh, it's also this. Yes. Um, Cal Clutterbuck's on their long term IR too. Th- that's another thing. Uh, really quickly here, Columbus Metropolitan Division trade. They've made a trade. They've traded. They did something. They. Well, it's not much, but because he, here's why, they've traded Marcus uh, Hanakainen to the Coyotes for a conditional seventh round pick in uh, of 2020. If if he if he plays ten games for Arizona the rest of the season, Columbus gets the pick. If he doesn't, they do not get the pick. Simple as that. For who? Marcus uh, Hanakainen. Uh, Heikinen, Hanakinen, something like that. Heikinen? No, it's another Swedish guy. Sorry, Finland, Finland. Finnish. Finnish dude. Um, who was the trade with? I don't know. Who the Coyotes. Coyotes. But anyway, so we can clearly talk about the Blue Jackets. They didn't, they barely did anything. They're continuing to fall. They are falling out of playoff spot more than they I already thought are. S- I just kind of thought so, pretty much because of without Seth Jones. That's a big yeah. piece. Because even if you can say maybe Zach Wierenski could take over on that, yep. and maybe he can in the offensive sense, but sure. if you're a person that follows advanced stats, his advanced stats are not great. Um, I don't have them up on the top of my head, but. Uh, it's just kind of it's hard for them, and they just keep getting hurt. I thought Bjorkstrand got hurt, but I guess he's back. Um, I could have sworn he was hurt for out for a couple weeks at least, like six to eight or something. So crazy did I, like but that. he's they don't have him on. It doesn't say he's on IR. Maybe he's not on IR. They maybe they don't have him listed there for some reason. I maybe don't know. I don't know. Because they um, do have a bunch of people, but that's another right. That would be another big loss for them because he was their without Atkinson, he's sure. their only offensive threat other than Zach Wierenski. And Zach Wierenski is a d- uh, defensive. Um, and I guess you could say also De- and Dubois, uh, Dubois. He's also one too. yeah. Dubois is is a stud. Uh, he is, but the athletic uh, beat writer for the Columbus, Columbus Blue Jackets, yeah. Aaron Portsline. He reports that the Blue Jackets were never seriously involved in trade talks with the Red Wings for Athanasio. Which is very interesting. Um, I mean, what were they going to give up? Right again, because they have look at, if at what Anthony Sayu got Detroit. It was the two second round picks, and and right now for Detroit, it's technically a top nine forward in Sam Gagne, and other teams probably well, a bottom six forward. Well. Columbus only has five picks this year. Yikes. Uh, they don't have either second-round pick this year or next year. No. And they don't have a third-round pick. And they don't have their fifth-round pick in 2022. Yikes. But I will say this, too, and I'll probably say it again uh, near the end of the... Maybe end, end of the year, maybe we're next podcast. But... Even with how, if they, f- with them falling out of it, not making the playoffs, I'd actually kind of consider it a successful season for them, especially for given for who? Columbus. Yes, especially and, and why given is the people you lost from the season before. You lost yeah. a number one goalie, 
Duchesne. Duchesne. Dezingle. Panarin. Panarin. Yeah. You only had Duchesne for half a year, but you had all these guys. You lost all of them. I predicted that you would actually come in last in a division. And for my sake, you're not. You're obviously not. But in that sense, for me, that's why I consider it. For you guys, a successful season, mm-hmm. even without making the playoffs. And you can also put it this sense, too, is that maybe the injuries caught up to him. Maybe if he had a healthy Seth Jones and Brandon Dubinsky, Atkinson throughout, maybe it can change. Right. You ha- You also found out who your potential starters should be coming through uh, in Elvis. Yeah. Flyers made a late trade. What? Uh, it's nothing major. Uh, TJ Brennan is going to the Blackhawks in exchange for Nathan Noel. Noel will report to the ECHL Reading Royals. No. Very, very minor, minor. Right. That one shocked me, though. Writing that one down? Yep. Even though it's minor, minor? Yeah. But as I was saying with Columbus, because maybe you can make the argument that if they didn't have the injuries, maybe it could be different. I mean, that could be your stepping point for next year. Sure. Maybe you'll make the playoffs next year. I doubt it. Um, but maybe. What are you thinking on that, of what I was just kind of saying? Sure. Would you consider it kind of a lost season? Because I think you kind of had them kind of low in the division as well. Yeah, from what I remember I having had Columbus. Dev- I actually think you did have the Devils last, but I think you might have had them above the Rangers. Or it was either – I forget how you had I, I want to say with the way oh, – I, I definitely had I the, the Blue Jackets. Way, I don't think you had them where they are now or where they could end up. It was really – I think it was Rangers – no, I, honestly, I think it was Columbus dead last, then Rangers, Devils, or Devils, Rangers. So basically the bond through the Metro is pretty much how I predicted it, yeah. but just – I don't think it's that exact order, but something similar. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, they get what I was kind of getting out there. And right, that, it's not really a lost season, especially from what you lost. Sure, and you gain nothing out of those losses either. That's correct. I mean, you did get Riley Nash, but it's just Riley Nash. He's a depth center, and under Tortorella's system. It technically could work again. Yeah. You could get back there just because of his system. It works more so defensively. And no, absolutely. That's um, an annoying way to play, but yeah. But no, I will say this about Columbus. that They have lost, you know, a lot of pieces. They've added some here and there type of thing. But I, I do. This is what I'll say. They didn't make any pieces to go for it. And maybe that's where I'll give some kind of credit to Garmo. Yeah. Uh, Kekalainen. Yes. No, you got it. You got it. Uh, even though I wish, even though you're not, maybe you should maybe focus on a rebuild kind of thing, get some more picks, build around Varensky and Jones. Again, and that's l- what uh, um, they Dubois. should really do. Yeah. Again, look at what Ottawa's doing right or now. Or maybe do it like the Flyers. You still have some pieces where it can kind of be close, but not close. But get yeah. some pieces here and there. Having five picks this year does not help. 
No. That, should, that, that's going to hurt you big. Enough. So, honestly, if you are Columbus here, Mike, do you – maybe uh, I was going to say wanna. trade a bigger piece to get a lot of picks. I would have said that, but a lot of their pieces are hurt. <laughs> right. And the one piece I would have said was maybe Cam Atkinson, but they're not getting rid of Cam Atkinson. Uh, no. I think that would be ridiculous. Uh, so, right now on the IR, they have Atkinson, Dubinsky, Jones, Wemberg, Murray, Anderson, and Tashir and Kukin on the IR. And maybe Bjorkstrand. I'd imagine Borkstrand. I don't know what the deal is with him, but yeah. Um, or maybe he's the guy that you get something for. Young, 24, two years left on this deal. It's very good offensively. I can get you one to keep him, but you can also get a good amount back for him. That's not a pick trade I'd say you can make at the deadline, maybe something by the draft, something like that. Yeah. Because that is one thing. Cause they didn't put all their cards in one thing, like the Islanders saying... Let's go for it this year, even though we might not be able to. Even though our team might not sure. be the best to be able to do that. Right. Because that's, I think, something that uh, Kaiklinen, uh, yeah, Yarmo, Yarmo. Uh, was saying is like, I don't want to put all my chips in one thing just because. Right. Kind of like what they did last year. Yeah. And look well, they did. They, they, right. Yeah, they got Duchesne. Right. And other moves, but look what it cost them. Yeah. Uh, because with that team, he thought, this is my best chance to compete. Bring it to Shane. Yes. Maybe we can do it. They uh, did. They got past the uh, the lightning, but right. that's it. Anyways. Um, so moving on from Columbus, staying in the Metro. No, we're still in the same Metro. I thought we were just kind of doing hot and lows. Oh, oh, oh I got gotcha. you. Uh, well, I, I was thinking we could do division by division. Right, but. Uh, but, okay. yeah. Uh, well, I'm saying like staying in the Metro, though, uh, of. Yeah, yeah, highs and lows type of thing. Um, I will say this though. Yeah. Pittsburgh. Right. I I actually was thinking of them next. I think um, getting uh, Marlowe is big in the sense that you get playoff experience there. Not that you really need it, Um, but you got a veteran who's been around. He can help you in the locker room and everything. and outside of that, the only other trade you really made, you got John Nyberg from Dallas. I don't, I don't know who yeah, he is. right. For Ola Palv. But that was all the way back in January. Sorry. That's going all the way back to January. So that was really a minor thing. Uh, but yeah, so really, the, the, the biggest one. Yeah, because w- they got Phil Roney, Riley Barber. For uh, the government, Blandisi and Lucini, which yeah. I thought was a good idea getting around the uh, Blandisi. I'm trying they, to find. They did get Gal- They got rid of Galchenyuk and Kale Addison along with the first round pick for Jason Zucker. Yeah, that's a big Th- one. That's a big one that's because a big one. it's already panning out for And Pittsburgh. a conditional first round pick. They gave up a right. pick for Zucker. Um, but having said that, not that Zucker isn't a big move or Marlowe's that, but outside of that. And even with. Here's my question mark on them. Yes. Can you trust Jari going into the playoffs? Or Honestly, Murray? I, I, or I, Murray, because Murray struggled. I'll, I'll put it this, this way. Um, Murray, although he struggled, I, I really think, and you know, obviously I'm a little biased here, but I think Tristan Jari has what it takes to be mm-hmm. an NHL goalie in the playoffs. He has. He's prov- well, uh, Not necessarily in the playoffs, right has, yeah. but in the regular season. He's been this is all, why he's you got to give these so guys yeah. a chance, you know? Um, you know, like literally the uh, 
the Pens they turned to Murray when they when all else was lost with um when Flurry went down, you know, they thought, well, hey, it can't hurt, you know. Um but I I really think that uh for Jari, I think if if Penguins if the Penguins are looking to really push for the playoffs, I think he'll get a majority of the starts towards the end of the year. Not especially if Matt really. Murray, not that if he already is, uh, not especially if Matt Murray is struggling, which again, not if he already is, because I'm pretty sure he is. But I really like Jari and what he brings to the table. Mm-hmm. I that being said, I think that he could be the difference maker for the Penguins, even not well, only lead them to the playoffs, but be the reason, a big reason, I should say, on why they get past someone in the first round. Couldn't do it last year. Right. Couldn't do it last year. The Highlanders swept them, which I still find so hard to believe. Barry Trotz. That's true. Very true. Barry Trotz. Barry Trotz system is really good on their defense and goaltending. So mm-hmm. that's why a lot of their success has been able to be sure there. Even though I don't think their top end talent um, is really that Great of a top I, end again, talent, I, I do think that the Penguins, they gave up a good amount. Uh, one thing that does help them, they got a conditional third-round pick in this year's draft. Looking at their team, they only, including that pick, they only have five picks with the first one not happening into the third round. They had two third-round picks, a fourth, fifth, and sixth. Pittsburgh? Yeah. They don't have their first, second, or seventh. Why do you think they always aren't great? Um, Again, they're always pushing. Because they want to win more cups with the Malkin-Crosby duo right now. They're not worried about the future. They're worried about right now. I will say this, too. And they're probably not going to agree with me. Mm. Because I think Phil Kessel is a bigger loss than they think. I think so. Because even though there was the issue... Or Hammond whatever, and Malkin. Whatever that issue was. Yeah. And locker room-wise between them, you did lose that production. And Galchenyuk didn't really replace it. No. You got it back with Gensel, but Gensel's hurt. He, he, Gensel's, so, done, so Gensel's done for the year. So. Right. And, and uh, honestly, I think even the playoffs, because the way that... The, the reason why I think the Penguins really went out and got Marlowe because they know they're missing Gensel, but not on that for a long period of time. Mm-hmm. That's why I think they got Zucker too. Yes, and I guess 100%. Connor Sheary, you got him back, and you had success with him. But I'm not the biggest fan of him. But that's just me. Yeah, I, I don't think Sheary. I think Sheary will do good again, just because they'll just, put him with Crosby. Yeah, but again, it's that Crosby factor. If you put him with anyone, it'll do good. Not surprised. Even I think Rust took that spot, right? Isn't it? I think it's Pretty Crosby, much. Hornquist, and Rust. Mm. I think Rust might be taking over for uh, Gensel. Yeah. I don't know. Unless Gensel was with uh, Malkin. Right. All right. Uh, let's continue, though. Um, so, for Washington, I don't think... It was really just getting Ilya Kovalchuk. Uh, they got Daniel Sprong, a minor league deal. And uh, Dylan. Uh, yes, Dylan... Uh, who already made his presence known the other night? Yep. Uh, had a you know pretty solid punch against uh, Malkin, mm-hmm. pretty much in his face. Uh, so that was kind of interesting to see. Here's there. what I'll say, um, just for Pit- Washington and Pittsburgh's sake. Yeah, because this is 
what a um, it's it's a battle between those two teams for yes. the top of the metro. You could argue that Philadelphia just because they're right there. I still don't think they'll get it, but no. it's really between these two teams. Yeah, which one of these teams do you think added more to more or less take the division? Really, I think it's. Because you could argue Pittsburgh at the moment because they've actually had Zucker and them for a little longer. Not only that, but also produce. But I'm curious to see what Kovalchuk brings to Washington. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it depends on what Kovalchuk you get. Is mm-hmm. it the Kovalchuk the Kings got? Or the Kovalchuk that Montreal got? Yeah. I think it's going to be a little bit of both. I but think Dylan is a good add for the defensive uh, yes. Because that is one, even though John Crozen is a good defenseman, I still think he's more offensive than defensively yeah. good. So I don't, I think you're kind of missing something there defensively for Washington. And if you watch that game last night, you could argue the same thing for Pittsburgh because f- Washington scored four goals in the third period. Yeah. And I guess it also comes down to this depth. Right. Um, Obviously, that game hurts Pittsburgh because Washington won it. Pittsburgh got no points out of it. Yep. That hurts for that sense. Um, But still. Let's see here. So whatever. I think this is why I think Pittsburgh will take it, and it's simply this. Even with Kovalchuk, I guess you can also him there with um, uh, Haglin might actually help work mm-hmm. really, uh, pretty well for them. Yeah, I think so. Um, but I think Pittsburgh's depth is better. For the neither time one being, of depth, I think neither so. Neither one of their depths, I'd say, are as great or groundbreaking to really go on a run. But I think at the moment, Pittsburgh has a better depth. So that's what it's going to come down to because both top end talents are going to be great going down the road. It's just what if Holpe can stay and can actually play like Holpe and not the struggling Holpe, and if Jari Murray can play well. I think it really comes down to the goaltending depth, but again, just depth in general, like you yeah. mentioned. That's, that's why I think again Pittsburgh kind of has an upper hand on that. Yeah, I think they also added more too. Right. Depth. Again, they got Zucker, they got Marlou. Washington got the bigger names for the depth, but I think they got Pittsburgh got a little more yes. for value. It. Excuse me. Um All right, moving on. Um do you, so Carolina, we got to talk about them. Oh yeah. They did quite a lot, especially today, looking at their latest moves, kind of going from top to bottom. Uh they got Brady Shea uh for a first round pick. I think it's a little expensive for sure. It helps give them depth. Uh, they also got Z- uh, Sammy Vatanen from the Devils. I think a lot of their moves were depth moves, though. Absolutely, because again, it, it hurts the fact that they they gave up on Justin Falk. I don't know why. They just did. It's it is what it is. Obviously, it's, that happened last season, so it's it is it's, what it is now. Yeah, it's um, not really affecting them that much. They're technically in a playoff spot. Right, still battling. They can still get it. But um, injuries are a hurts. big factor. Yeah, I think the fact that you're without Dougie Hamilton and he doesn't not only helps you defensively, he's also very mm-hmm. good offensively. You're missing that sense. Also, that's they big. got Vincent Trocheck. 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 Yeah. And because they had Eric Hall, who I thought that was a pretty solid piece to fit well, rather well, honestly, in Carolina. Uh, but they went out and got Trocheck. So, hey, good for them. I think that will work out well. We'll see. 
We'll certainly see. Um, what I will say, Trocek is consistent. He only played 55 games last year, but in the same amount of games this year, in 55 games, yeah. he's got two more points. He had 34 last year, 36 this year. 10 goals, 24 assists last year. 10 goals, 26 assists this year. Mm-hmm. For Florida. All right. Uh, officially, again, the Blackhawks... Uh, and again, this is what I'll say to this, too, because I think there'll be a battle for first, and we're the, well, those uh, with Washington and Pittsburgh... I think there'll be a battle for the la- two last wildcard teams. And yeah. More specifically, Carolina and uh, New York. Mm-hmm. And if you're asking my thinking... Carolina. Yeah. Carolina. Easily, hands down. Again, it comes to depth. Even though... But it comes to just experience, yeah, again, I think. Even though, similar to what I was saying with Washington, and that mm-hmm. they might have gotten the bigger names. You got the biggest name out there. The best kind of player you could argue that was available... And uh, Pajot for the Islanders. Sure. The Hurricanes did more to try to deal with what they're missing or what they're right. uh, hurting on at the moment. Um, I Again, it's – both teams did quite a bit. The mm-hmm. Carolina or Hurricanes, obviously, were one of the more active he- teams in the league. Um, for, but for cur- hur- the Hurricanes' sake, I can think at this point they can kind of afford to, especially with – Seeing how they'd have two firsts, two seconds, and two thirds, they can afford to right. take a chance. Again, the interesting thing is, and this kind of thought just popped in my That's head. That's why I think Don, Don Waddell is actually kind of a pretty good underrated kind of GM right. for what he has been able to do with the Hurricanes. Because sure. they got Sebastian Aho for cheap because of Montreal. Yes, and he was which yeah. helps a lot. Yes, <laughs> good job, Montreal. Uh, which makes you able to make some of these moves. By the way, I will say this about Carolina. This deadline kind of reminds me of Columbus's deadline last year a bit, where although they're not getting these for Carolina's sake, they're not getting like these big star names like uh, you know Duchesne and uh, Zingle and uh, whoever else they got last year's deadline. They're getting a lot of these pieces that they're they're building up for a playoff run. Their question marks the goaltending. That's what I that's said. The from the, that's but what I said from the start. Also, a, a big reason why. Two goalies got hurt last game, and they had an emergency backup goalie come in. Yeah, who actually won them that game, and that was a great, that was a great game uh, for mm-hmm. the Hurricanes, uh, a big one there, and which means they cut up both their AHL backups, Anton Forsberg, right, and Alex. Hold on, let me Nettle see. Jeff Jofik. Yeah, that's a tough name. <laughs> Nettle Jofik. <laughs> there you go. You got it. I don't know. Uh, Either way, both those guys were caught up because of it. I believe... I don't know what Reimer's problem is, but I think I believe Morozik's is, concu- uh, is a concussion. Concussion is. So, oh, that's what I want to bring up. Thank you for le- uh, reminding me. So, Rod Brynmore spoke, I think it was... Uh, had it been earlier today... I think you texted me. I did. Um, basically, their injuries are long-term. And that's not good. Which is why you thought they'd go after someone like Robert Leonard. And I made the joke of Alex Lyon. Yes. Um, gosh, when... you know, I might just have to look at my uh, text with you just because... Um, even that's going to be quite a while for to find out. Oh, here you go. Uh, shoulder injury for Brett Pesci. That's also another reason why they got more... Def- Depth defenseman concussion for Peter Morozik. 
Uh, there was one more injury. I could have sworn that they had. Um, yeah, but basically, bottom line is, uh, he kn- he said that uh, the injuries are not short term. Uh, also, Nick Holden got signed to a two-year extension in Vegas, 1.7 mil AAV. I think all the trades might be done. There hasn't really been. I, I think updated. they are. Yeah. Um, if anything, they'll be minor, minor. The s- like the Flyers. Senators uh, told, uh, or Pierre Dorian really told uh, Mark Borowiecki, uh back in December, really, he, it was just coming out now, he would not be dealt. They will talk with contracts uh, with him this offseason. Um. So really, it sounds like, again, kind of like you just mentioned them, Mike. It sounds like for right now, bearing any other trades, because it's an hour and a half past the deadline, that there are no more trades. Yeah. We'll keep and if it there are, that. it's going to be like what you've seen in the last like three that have been announced. Right. Nick Cousins for a fourth round. Meyer Leaguer for Meyer Leaguer. for a conditional seventh round pick, and Brennan for... Nathan jo- uh, Noel. That's not going to be anything really groundbreaking or changing anything with these teams. And the Rangers are another team I will say is kind of, kind of a disappointment. Yeah, I think so. Even though they do have nine picks this year, which isn't bad. You have three sevenths, two thirds, no second, a first, and then fourth, fifth, and sixth. So realistic, realistically, it isn't bad, but they obviously kept Kreider for this in case they were to make a run for the playoffs. Um, Which it's still not in the realm of possibilities, as I've said earlier in the podcast. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like you sounding like a broken record, so I'm not going to say <laughs> it again. And I believe they just signed Brady Shea to a contract, too. Really? Yeah, in 2018, that's when his contract was wow. signed. Wow. Six years, 31 and a half. How that? So they don't have to worry about re-signing him? Well, he's he's not due until 2024, 2025, right. so. No. Um, so the Carolina's fine there. All right, let's see. So uh, do you want to save for the Flyers talk? For later, or just get into it now? Save that for next time. Okay. We're going to be back on Wednesday, so, so we maybe we'll not break down all these teams. Today? Save some of them for tomorrow. Yeah, I, I like that. Uh, Wednesday. Or Wednesday. Tomorrow, today's Monday. Um, it's been a long day. Okay. It really has been. Uh, uh, so, are there any other teams? Uh, I don't think really in the Metro we can, we want to talk about. Has Boston done anything today? Boston, minor trades from what I remember seeing. It was uh, Nick Ritchie. They traded for Danton Heinen. Um, I'm sorry. The uh, no, yes, they they traded Richie, and they got Heinen. Uh, so that was really their only trade. Again, yeah, the got, bigger trade yeah, was Richie, the they got Richie traded Heinen. No, I thought they had Richie. Nick Richie was on the Ducks. Really? Yeah. I'm confused. I'm going to cat friendly. That's what I'm looking at. Nick oh, oh, oh. That's what I was looking at. If you look Nick Richie, he's on Boston. And Boston. I could have sworn he was already... Tr- on, he, no, he was on Boston earlier this year. 
That's not what Cat Friendly says. I'm so confused, Cat Friendly. Okay, because look, this doesn't make sense. Because, Mike, look. So if you see, so on the left-hand column. Are you thinking of Brett Ritchie? Because Brett Ritchie plays for the uh, Bruins. Oh, my God. That's exactly who I'm thinking of. This is so confusing. <laughs> oh, my, that's exactly who I was thinking of. Because I'm like, he was already on the Bruins. How could they trade him twice to the same team? That makes so much more. Okay. <laughs> All right. We're good now. Okay. Oh, my gosh. I, I'm. Wow. <laughs> Thank you, Mike, for clearing that up. Because I kept looking. I'm like, this doesn't make sense. All right, we're good. Uh, but so they got Nick Ritchie, and they traded Danton Heinen to the Ducks. Yeah, there it is. Um, and Brett Ritchie is currently in in Providence. Yes. Uh, the the bigger one though. This was made three days ago. Andre Kasha to Boston yeah, for that's, David Backus. That's a big one. Axel Anderson, a 2020 first round pick. Uh, my understanding is Axel Anderson is not even top ten prospect yeah. for Boston. They both, both Tampa Bay and Boston made moves to a bigger move to, I guess you could say, yeah. add to their team. Coleman for Tampa Bay, Kasha for Boston. Also, Goudreau for Tampa Bay. Goudreau, sure, but he's more depth. But Again, yeah. Uh, on this team, Kasha is almost really just a depth player for Boston. Yeah, but he's a much improved depth player from what they had. Exactly. Uh, by the way, uh, official trade uh, in that Irwin trade uh, for the Ducks. He goes to Anaheim with a sixth-round pick in 2022. Holzer to Nashville. So that one is official now. But those are... Um, all right. Florida was busy today. but They were. Um, since we're... That's really all the Bruins did. Tampa Bay, they got Barkley Goodrow in a big trade there. They gave up a first-round pick. That's the bad part there. Again, uh, same, and I mentioned this earlier. I'll mention again. Just like with Blake Coleman, they gave up way too much. Coleman trade, I hated it because they gave up no one foot and a first-round pick for Blake Coleman. Sure, he has 21 goals, 31 points. I don't know how he's been doing since he got to Tampa. It's good depth there, very good depth. Same thing here with Bark Goodrow. Don't get me wrong, I love Goodrow. But they give up two first-round picks for two depth players. I'm not a fan of that move. Julian Brisbois, I think he's just embarrassing the Bolts right now with their moves. So so let me ask you this, Mike. Mm-hmm. If, if Tampa Bay ends up winning the Cup, let's just say that. If they win the Cup, is it still worth giving up the first two-round picks? Tampa Bay? Yeah. Yeah. Because Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Tampa Bay has not made ten, has not gone the um made the jump. Okay. That's okay. why. Okay, the and reason why their I'm picks s- don't mean anything. Right. Their picks mean nothing really to them. That's what That's fair. That's what they these do draft team very well though. They do. Sure. But under. also think about though, if they really want to, they could have used both those draft picks to trade up pretty high in the draft. They could, but I don't think they really care. They already are that deep. Yeah. And it's they do a better job than the Penguins do, you could say, because the Penguins are the same way, is that they always trade to try to make it to the next jump. Right. The shir- the Less so this year for the Penguins. Sure. Um, not that Zucker isn't a big, uh, not a good um, acquisition, but mm. I think the Lightning have done better building around, and even yeah. with giving up those picks, finding those gems later. Right. Um, all right. 
Uh, for Toronto, they only made really one move today. If I've seen it all day, it's they got Cal Rose in exchange for Michael Hutchinson. Uh, that's it. That's all they did. Literally all day long. I lied. Uh, they got Salamaki, Salamaki for so, Ben Harper. Yeah. yeah. Again, just and a depth move Max for that. Ronayo. Yes. For Aaron. For Luchuk and his positional six-round pick. They also got Dennis Mulligan for uh, Mason March, Marchment. So th- don't get me wrong. Sorry. They um, made moves, but they made... And obviously, just the biggest moves. move they made was getting Jack Campbell. Y- yes. The Kings. That's that, the that was a big one, yeah. But they're so... Cl- they're so uh, cap hurting oh. that they those are the only moves they could really make. I really think uh, without trading away like one of their key pieces. Very late, very late trade, minor league transaction. Again, the Islanders oh, traded Matt Laredo to Toronto actually for Jordan Schmaltz. Meh. So meh, but again, just minor league trade. But it's still yeah, meh. Bobby Ryan will return to the Senators tomorrow. Keep that in mind. Not tonight. No, not tonight. Um, Senators play tomorrow. Apparently, um, Rudolph Spousers and oh, Matthew yeah, Pekka are expected played, to play, but will be arriving late and may not be there for puck drop, according to Pierre Dorian. Um. Let's say Florida and Montreal for next time. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think. Is there anything else right now you want to break down? Uh, I will. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll, I'll keep this for to, uh, for Wednesday's podcast. Well, so, so the one thing I'll mention right now, because we won't be here for tomorrow's game, um, based on Elaine Vigneault's comments, here are Anthony Mangione's read on what the lines could look like. Yeah. Drew Katori Voracek, Derek Grant, Kevin Hayes, Travis Lynette connecting. I think that could be a pretty solid line right there. It could be, but I, I, I wouldn't mind curious. seeing someone else on the second line instead of Grant, though. I thought maybe they might give a little promotion to Abe Kubel because he's played good lately. But uh, Hayes' projection for Knack is on the fourth line yeah, with yeah, yeah. Nate Thompson, Michael Raffle. That the means third line, JVR. They're keeping the lines together except plugging in. These guys, Bonneman and, and Farabee. Yes, so that means Law and Fer- uh, Vorja- Sorry, Law and JVR Pitlick. That, and that yeah, that yeah. doesn't get changed. Uh, so that's what the new lines will Which look like. Because they put up three goals. Right. Uh, the other one, um, I'll leave it as kind of a teaser. Yes and no kind of thing. Okay. Chuck Fletcher on Shane Goss's bear. Uh, he mentioned, I wouldn't say I'm always on social media, but I'm amazed at ha- ha- how often I'm trading him. I like Shane. Uh, I, I guess like on what people are saying, trade him for. We were certainly not looking to move him. Teams called me on him. Nothing really makes sense right now to move one of our seven defensemen. Nope. So no, again, it definitely doesn't. Especially right. You didn't add any seven, any D-man, so it doesn't make any sense to trade away right. a D-man. So just because Ghost has the experience. And if you do trade Ghost and you don't get a defenseman in return, that means your extra D-man is Friedman. And it's similar to Friedman, say, to uh, what the tweet I ran out earlier with uh, Rupstov and Vorobiev, as that putting those guys in that situation is kind of rough going to the playoffs. Not that I wouldn't mind seeing like Friedman if another injury were to happen with one of the D-men. 
Yeah. Um, actually, a very quick update before we get off uh-huh. uh, the podcast. Uh, Tampa Bay's updated trade with Barco Goodrow. It's Goodrow and a 2023rd round pick from San Jose for 2021st round pick and Anthony Greco. Okay. So there's a little bit more to it, which I like. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we've gone two hours, 40 minutes. I think this is the longest we've this had. Has to, I think this is longer than last year's podcast. Yeah. And our last podcast, that one. I mean, sorry, um, not last podcast, last year's podcast on the deadline. Well, last year, last time we went pretty long too. That's it. Um, any other final thoughts, really, uh, on the deadline? Um, on nope. the, on uh, let's see, I'm trying to think what else. I don't think there's really too I much more to yeah, really no. talk about. We there, again, it was a lot to to break down. We'll let it sink in. We'll for let it sink in. Two um, days. For Come back to you Wednesday. Kind of see how we feel. Not only that, but r- um, really kind of sleep on the idea of just like and then give our opinions of what we thought first game with the guys. Yeah, the no, I, I think that's a good idea. Uh, the speak winch, the Flyers. They do play tomorrow night. Uh, that is a home game. Yep. Uh, they have one more away game this month, and that's that's no, right. They have no more away games this month. Oh wait, yeah. Uh, looking only at this, two more games this month, and it's and that's it. Uh, San Jose tomorrow night, seven p.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, Flyers, Sharks, of course, and th- Friday, uh, the beginning of the home and home series uh, at home against New York Rangers, seven p.m. Friday night, and then Sunday, and then Sunday afternoon. in New York at Madison Square Garden, noon. Yep. Uh, let's just predict tomorrow's game yeah, just tomorrow we'll be back wednesday exactly once and we can look up march well march really. exactly uh so tomorrow night's next, game let's just put this out there next podcast we're probably gonna go back to our how uh, we usually do these things right which is you know run the league stuff flyers talk exactly that's it this one's obviously just sure trade deadline stuff uh we mentioned these things but it's mostly revolving around the trade deadline right how these trades affected these teams. still for Wednesday though it, it's still gonna be a tiny bit different only because um we're, we're gonna give we're still gonna give some yeah it, it's gonna expect, be it's yeah. gonna be like 40 percent deadline 30 percent deadline 60 percent flyers 10 yeah. percent around the league type of yeah, thing. yeah even though um, around the league is mostly going to be traded so that's true but like uh, sorry when I say around the league I and mean like other stuff besides and that one that. looking more so at where the standings are at the moment we sure. briefly kind of looked at them. Just not enough, though. Teamwork. Not an in-depth look. Besides, this will be this will give us two days really to uh, for, for new players to be on their new teams and sink in. Yeah, um, a day really because a lot of these teams play. Tomorrow. Oh, true. It'd be one game. That's that's fair because we'll be on tomorrow or Wednesday. Afternoon. Yeah. All right. Anyway, so Flyers, Sharks, or maybe even earlier because I don't work Wednesday. So. Oh, nice. There you go. So we'll um, actually be on earlier for once. Cool. <laughs> But and uh, do you want to do a quick prediction of that Sharks game? Or? Yeah, absolutely. All right. So, Flyers Sharks, 7 p.m., NBC Sports, Philadelphia. Uh, great game here. Uh, for the Flyers, a lot of people have been saying since they got Derek Grant and Nate Thompson, the newest additions, um, this team actually looks worse than they did against Winnipeg on Saturday when mm-hmm. obviously they didn't have Thompson or Grant back then. I think it's because they had Faraby yeah. and Bunneman. I think that Thompson over Bunneman is an upgrade. Yeah. However, Grant over Faraby's spot is not is not necessarily one. I like but I how get f- sending I, Faraby down just to get his confidence going again. Not only that, but these are paper moves. Yeah. 
they're paper moves, but they're going to stay down for a little bit. And and that's the other thing. Cause I, and also, obviously, at first, going it, down the road, these right. guys are going to be back, barring any injuries. Sure, exactly. The, the and and that's another huge reason why we got uh, the Flyers got such depth players as Grant and Thompson. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Um, and even if one of those guys doesn't pan out, like if Thompson or whatever, the Flyers can easily just... Yeah. If they wanted to... Just send them down just for cap reasons. So I want to look at because um, the Flyers traded for Slumpko, if you remember last year, and he never played a game for the Flyers. No, and that that move never made sense to me. Yeah, that was just getting. Rid and of, we even that bought was just him out. Rid of Fallen, I think, and then, yeah. that, that's true. Yeah, they got rid of Fallen and Wheel. The, mm-hmm. Right, but again, the thing that never made any sense is that we bought him out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Over, over Phil Roni. Mm, um, um, something like that. All right, so. Let's do this. So the Sharks are going to look very different because they got rid of... Well, not very different. Not the, really. The, a, a little different. They got rid of Patrick Marleau and Barkley Goodrow. Not that I really thought either of those, those guys were probably going to contribute much. But. You never know. I, I really... Because, again, I think Barkley Goodrow is a better depth player than most people realize. Um, this might not mean much to people, but... To me, it does. He did score the game-winning goal last year, Game 7, Stanley Cup playoffs True. against the Golden Knights in overtime to send the Sharks to the second round. He was that guy who scored that goal. Amazing move. Um, angle. But, um, LeBanc wasn't moved today either. He was not, which I thought was kind of interesting. He was a name that was barely... Honestly, I don't think he was mentioned at all. No, he wasn't even on the really any of the lists. No. So, uh, so that was something to keep in mind. Um, I think that Philly, rightfully so, should win this game. Uh, not only that, it's at home. Uh, I don't know who's getting start. I imagine it's start of heart. Yeah. Um, but I, I think it's going to be a 3-1 Philly game. Nothing spectacular scoreboard-wise, but I think you'll really understand why Chuck Fletcher got Derek Grant and Nick Thompson. I think they could make an impact Maybe. right away, not necessarily on the scoreboard, but just depth-wise, showing their penalty-killing skills. Huh? Brian Hartman Exactly. Did it. First game, you know, you're pumped up. It's in front of the home crowd. I always love games for the first time for new players with their quote-unquote new team, you know, uh, uh, for their new home crowd. Mm-hmm. I love that. It shows the fans what they got. It gets them pumped up and everything, and I think they can make an impact. Again, not on the scoreboard wise, but I, I think my, just I have my doubts, but I just wise I have my doubts, wise. but I'll just keep in hope in mind. Okay, yeah. that's how I'll go into tomorrow. That's fair. Game. Um, my goal scorers will be Claude Giroux, uh, James Van Riemsdyk, and let's no uh, let's get. Nicholas Albekuba a goal. So those are my three goal scorers uh, for the Sharks. Jumbo Joe. The rare scorer. Yes. Uh, what for about you? Me, I actually think the Flyers are going to lose. Ooh. This has all the sense of me thinking they're going to lose this game. And that's fair. It's a not great Sharks team. There's no real potential of anyone really have to shut down. Tamer Meyer, you can argue. Yeah, I thought he was hurt or LeBanc, but if the Flyers go into it that mindset, they will lose this game, like they did to the uh, to the Devils. Yeah, that's fair. I'm gonna say two one. I'm actually gonna say in regular and overtime. I was gonna say regulation overtime. Uh, so they'll get a point. 
Uh, I'm thinking Kevin LeBanc will score and Vlasic will get on the board for uh, the Sharks. And Coots will stay hot and get on the board for the Flyers. I hope I'm wrong, but who knows. For some reason, I'm just getting a sense that this will be a game the Flyers might lose. So with that, I think that's where we're going to end it today. Well, obviously, we'll be back on Wednesday, so uh, stay tuned for that one, and we'll see you.